<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. The following are the members of a very confidential operation known as Task Force D. Member number one, B&E Man, also known as Breaking and Entering Man. No metahuman superpowers per se, but there's not a single window, door, or man-made entry point that this man can't find his way into. What he does when he gets inside the perimeter, though, is completely up to chance. Hence the fact that we arrested him going through a senior home's board game cabinet, not knowing what to steal. Roller Coaster Jack, a grade A criminal with all the speed, strength, and agility of a heavy-duty theme park roller coaster. He can shoot through the air, do a loop-de-loop, come to a full stop in a millisecond, and simulate nausea like it was your first time on Space Mountain. Lady Jane, Tarzan's ex-wife. She's learned a lot from her stay in the jungle, how to speak to gorillas, how to swing from vine to vine, and how to peel a banana with her foot, all with the grace and finesse of a Victorian-era Englishwoman. How she stayed alive since the late 1800s still baffles us to this day, which is why she's the wild card of this team. And last but not the least, a freaking xenomorph. We finally caught that chestburster from Mix variant C6513. Now a full-grown xenomorph, complete with acid blood, razor-sharp tail, teeth, and claws, not to mention its small mini-mouth inside its regular-sized mouth. It seems to understand the concept of both the mission and the fact that we've implanted a bomb at the back of its head. So with all these super criminals lined up, Task Force D is all good to go. Ian, the kill switches are live. Okay, mission op briefing, operational number FR0-Y0. Okay, we're aerial dropping over these coordinates. I can't say them out loud because I'm numerically dyslexic. Good thing, according to each of your profiles, uh, none of you are illiterate, so that's good. Mission objective, you have to acquire top priority asset composed of semi-liquid needed to be contained in a below zero air sealed containment unit. Okay, so based on standard operating protocol, you know the GIF, you bail, you blow up, you get the wrong flavor. I mean, asset, you blow up. So yes, TLDR, don't blow up, and drinks are on me at the precinct tonight. Hey. All right, Task Force D. Everything's laid out. All you gotta do is get there to. Wait, which which branch are we sending them to again? Branch. Branch. Yeah, there are like fifteen branches. That was your job, Dre. What? No, my job is to to just kind of summarize what you guys said and. Oh, right, yeah, and all the clerical yeah. stuff goes to hang yeah. on. Yeah, did, did uh, anybody check? What? There's like, there's one, there's there's one in, in Alabang. I know, it gets confusing. No, not that one. There's one. Oh, the, okay, I think we're sending them to the one in the north. Makati. That's, that's not that's the not north. north. North Stray. That is, okay, you know, anything past Paranyake is the north. For, for, for an yeah, well, that's the like problem me. now, isn't it? You see, the thing is, like, there's like five branches in the north. So where are we sending these guys? Should we get a sit rep on their location? Yeah. Well, guys, we're uh, a tiny country. It's not you, like uh, uh, middle. Earth. You know what? You know what? Task Force D, get 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 on the chopper. We'll we'll let you know on the way there. And just uh, 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 that's your job. Get the asset. Come back. Honestly, I mean. It doesn't really even matter if everybody survives as long as we get it back on here, don't, don't we? Just get the asset here. Oh, at, encouraging. At, at, the, at, the, at, the, at the specific temperature. 
Godspeed, Task Force D. They're all gonna Nailed die it. Uh, I mean, what does D and Task Force D stand for anyway? Dead. Done. Because they're gonna get it done. Oh, dead. Done. Oh, oh, well, I guess that makes them some kind of unalive squad. Geek PD. All right. Uh, well, I hope I hope I hope they they get back because I, I I really want that that special edition Froyo flavor. I mean, uh, Triple Berry Supreme, the asset, the asset. They'll be fine. <laughs> We'll get back here in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jade, don't forget to start the recording. The date is August 26th, beginning recording. All right, so speaking of the Unalive Squad, uh, I'm assuming you guys have seen, you know, technically, we we obviously are trying to dance it's around the for, name because for text and algorithm purposes. Yeah, but from here on out, I guess trigger warning for the word uh, that similar to Suikun the Pokemon, because we're going to be saying it a lot because yeah. that's the name of the film. So <laughs> Suikain, you you've been warned. Mm -hmm. So obviously, there is a distinction. So for those who don't know, there is the movie called Suicide Squad, and the I guess it is a sequel, isn't it? Uh, no, it no. is a. It's technically. It's a little bit of both. It's. Yeah, because uh, you you do see the relationship of of Harley, with uh, Rick Flag first Rick Flag, but also with a, uh, Boomer. No. Would you say <laughs> yeah, it's actually more of a? It's not really a sequel, but a progression of the universe that they're in. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I think, I think DC did it in such a formula where this could be a different universe, but at the same time, it could be a sequel. I'm, I mean, that's, my head that, canon is that it's a sequel. Oh, oh also, we are I, talking I about. We're going to be talking about. James Gunn did kind of. I do think the implications are pretty clear in the mind that it's not the, the same universe. universe. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no tinge of any kind of MCU Phase Four kind of plot element where with the mm -hmm. yeah. multiverse or anything. Probably just another, well, you know. Oh, also, did, spoiler alert for yeah. the film because this is a full-on spoiler cast, everybody. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. spoiler alert for the Suicide Squad, but for, he also did mention Squad. when when they give context to Bloodsport, the reason why he's in jail is because he shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet. Yes. James Gunn was asked which Superman was it. Was it Henry Cavill? And James Gunn said that it might be Henry Cavill, it might be someone else, where it all depends on the studio. So it mm -hmm. might not exactly be in this uh, universe. Yeah. So that begs the question, like because we've seen Harley interact with Ben Affleck's Batman in yes. the Suicide Squad, the first Suicide Squad movie without mm -hmm. the the so, yeah. in, in turn, that Ben Affleck was with Henry Cavill. So, it's got to be it the would, same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. But I guess maybe he, you think maybe it's just um, uh, ambiguous in the sense that it could be another Kryptonian. Could be. Could be. Maybe Supergirl. Because they're, they're planning on bringing in Supergirl. They've well, already shot some some footage of Supergirl. Or but, you know, another guess, male Krypton. Be before we, we, we tackle this, I guess we, you, you guys want to talk about where we think the first squad is 
Because I, the Alamco kind of like the fan canon fan theory for C. Will Smith, otherwise known as Deadshot, which is basically that, he has a deal now, right? He got his yeah, deal. Yeah, Alamco Will Smith. Now. Will Smith for me is just like he, he's one of those actors for me that is just he's Will Smith being Will Smith in in a in a, diff, in a different role. But it kind of works. I, I don't. It does. It does. <laughs> or maybe like, it don't get me wrong. I, yeah. yeah. Like I love Will Smith, but let's say Will Smith in the, in. in Aladdin was just Will, Will Smith playing as Genie or Genie being exactly. Will Smith. He's yeah. already a works. character actor. Yeah, it works. Yeah, you know. But I feel like everyone loves um, Will Smith every now and then. I think the the kind of fan canon is that he just uh, is just hanging with his daughter now. See Deadshot. Yeah. Just kind of Doesn't of he thing. have like a setup thing? Maybe every yeah half like he, he would able to cut the deal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why he's not there. So even if technically Bloodsport basically took his place well him and peace uh, peacemaker to be fair but that's true uh, i do i did read up that warner did want to have another iteration or they did want uh like a dead Will shot. Smith to, yeah yeah they did want dead shot to kind of reprise his role but given that he already had conflicting i think scheduling issues the mm. moment that james gunn was already you know already acquired the helm to direct he was already rewriting it specifically for idris elba if I if I were if I read it correctly, yeah. So he yeah. when he rewrote the character, he never really intended to recast Deadshot. Maybe yeah. another character, very you know, very similar. So yeah, but at least yeah. well, that's the thing though. You could easily tell that it it would have been so easy to cast or rather put Will Smith as Deadshot in the lead role where mm. uh, Bloodsport is because it's basically the same character. You know, the guy well, can use anything as a weapon. And his daughter is his motivation, which is exactly the same thing that happened with yeah. Deadshot in the first well, movie. Well, to be to be fair though, although there is that blatant similarity, I I kind of prefer Bloodsport more, and I don't know. Me too. Me too. I, it's, oh, I, 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 don't I feel blame... like in terms of maybe yeah. just the character, it's the character surface yeah. level, like the similarities are maybe surface level because mm-hmm. even the powers and even the motivations are somewhat different. Because yeah. at least mm-hmm. from the premise, palang of the Suicide Squad. You can already tell that they, the, her, her, he and her daughter already are kind of on bad terms ish, because yeah. he just doesn't want to open up, and it's more of yeah. him as a opening up to compassion towards the end yeah. of the film compared yeah. to just Will Smith being okay. I gotta make sure my daughter has a good life, and exactly, yeah. and they've already done the whole redemption arc where the daughter's like, oh, my dad's not just a supervillain; he's a hero. You know, yeah. they've He's already a super done that villain with that attacks character. giant starfishes in some ripoff of Cuba. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. What's uh, the but, place called? Yeah. Uh, but another reason why they didn't straight up uh, recast Deadshot with Idris Elba was because they they also wanted to take into consideration if Will Smith wanted to pop up as Deadshot, yeah, they could yeah, 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 role, yeah. and they wanted oh, to keep yeah. that option open, which I'm all for. I would yeah. love to see Will Smith as actual like badass Deadshot, you know, doing Deadshot things and more not just, trick you know, shots. More trick bad. shots, not just we got like one it. trick shot from. We got the one first bounce one. off the wall shot in the first movie, and, and it was and it was during his introduction. The, <laughs> and then we got the power <laughs> pose where he just stands up on the <laughs> police car, and, that's and then yeah, exactly. And then after that, he was just like. Shooting the same target in the head with a machine yeah. gun. Playing <laughs> <laughs> Left 4 Dead on the easiest yeah. level. And, yeah, exactly. And if you actually look back at, if you try to rewatch the first film, 
it's funny because they introduce like, oh, this guy can do this, this guy can do this. But in, in action, they're all just kind of brawlers doing hand-to-hand. -hand. Even see Boomer. Captain Boomerang was just hand-to-hand. -hand. Oh, can can you just see Georgie? Just, it's one of the more nakakalungkot na death. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. We already did this the, 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 the disclaimer. Okay. The spoiler alert. Good. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're good. I felt so sad when he died. Especially with yeah. his face. When he <laughs> is... Oh, man. I mean, stupid... Yeah. It's all Mongal's fault. It's just... Mongal got her, got him killed. Because he was Don't doing worry, fine. Flag! I got the bird! <laughs> and it's all like, oh, no! And then, honestly... Dude, like, it's just... <laughs> it's, it's just it's so terrible. funny how Savant had a peep, like a, a <laughs> the attack. <laughs> you know, I, I love how they straight up debated you with Savant because they start the film, you're like, oh, he just, and then when he he just bounce the killed water. that bird. <laughs> yeah, he bounce killed that bird with that ball. Dude, he, yeah. he's pretty badass. And yeah, not going to lie, when he was standing there looking at everybody else, I thought he was formulating a plan in his head. Me too. That's me what too. I yeah. thought was going on. <laughs> and he just turns you it around. You think he'd be yeah. like this virtual I thought, leader? Yeah. I oh, thought he was going to pull a full Yondu, and he was just going to kill yeah. everyone with a tennis ball. <laughs> Dude, my, <laughs> Michael Rooker, he did amazing. That was an amazing uh, he job. Did. He did. Yeah, it was so and funny. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure James Gunn just pulled in a huge favor with Michael Rooker. He's like, okay, so... You're gonna look totally badass in the first opening sequence, and then what? And then you're gonna die. <laughs> you're gonna run and then die. I love it. <laughs> I mean, and I'll, then your blood is me. gonna spell out Warner Brothers presents. <laughs> That's and I guess now That's that we're beautiful. talking about all these deaths, I, I, I do, I do want to say that this is what I like about this film so much is that from the get go, it lets you know what kind of movie it is. So it kind of. It puts mm -hmm. your mind in the right space in order to fully enjoy this film. Mm -hmm. As opposed to kind of, you're watching it and you don't really know what to be expecting. And i.e. the old, the first Suicide Squad, just kind of like, mm -hmm. I know they were trying to go with a darker film. But they mm -hmm. they literally went with a darker film that it was so dark. Yeah, like, did, you, did you light these shots? Every, everybody was just in the darkness. I and, think uh, they well, tried to... My... <laughs> They tried to establish the whole, all of these characters are expendable by killing off Slipknot in the first couple of scenes. I mean, we the, they, we, the weasel palang eh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> weasel palang. Was like, did anyone check if a weasel could swim? <laughs> That's a really good impression of the weasel. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> Ian, please gonna... cosplay. That's good. That's going on to TikTok. <laughs> Ian, but, okay, was it just? Please cosplay. Was it just? <laughs> Was it just me, or the moment I saw Weasel, I immediately already knew that is Sean Gunn. That is so yeah. Sean Gunn. With like the it's, belly it's and the, the lanky physique. Yeah, it's and when he, when he Sean dropped Gunn into the water. I love that his head was popping. It's like, uh, did, did, did anybody check? I love that this head was bobbing out, out and into yeah. the water, so it was... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's actually <laughs> drowning. In <laughs> 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 cinematic, sobrang shape of water pa yung shot nyan when he was just kind of suspended. In the yeah. Air. yeah, and then oh, and then Savant saves him. But then the thing is, like, you could if you rewatch the movie, you could tell that Weasel was trying to tell everyone that he couldn't swim. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because before that, before that part where they all jump in the water, he was trying to get out of his seat. He was trying to get out oh, of the seat. There was, seat, there was hesitation. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah oh, he was like, ah, ah. 
He's so bug-eyed because it's so hard to take him seriously. But I mean, again, we, since we did spoiler alert, he's not dead. So I, I'm glad that we're gonna see more Weasel potentially in the future. So you in the after credits, do you, you do see him. He's gonna be around. the start of one of the local myths of that island, like a Loch Ness or a like a chupacabra. <laughs> or what, if he, yeah. what if he becomes their god, dude? What if he becomes like a <laughs> god? Yeah. What if he becomes like an urban legend? <laughs> Here in Corto, Corto Maltese, the children go to sleep at 9 o'clock because if they go into the woods, they get eaten by the weasel. By the weasel. <laughs> the weasel. But also, we teach our children. <laughs> but also, we teach our children to swim at a very young age because legend how? tells the weasel cannot swim. Cannot swim. <laughs> how, what, how many children? How much children did the weasel eat again? 20. Yeah, 20 plus. 20 something children. Uh, yeah. Pull the Skywalker. Oh man! Oh, my oh no, Master Weasel! <laughs> 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 oh man! Anyway, okay, so uh, we all agree that they established the theme of the movie very well. Oh yeah, that and all of these people are expendable. However, it did sadden me that we did not get to see a lot of the abilities of these people. Like, I really wanted to see Fula Borg's javelin more. I was about um, to say, like, oh, what does he do? I he know he's like he has a javelin. I but know. What does he and do? <laughs> you, I I could al- I already knew that javelin was gonna die at the first part because when I saw an interview with Fulaborg on his role as a javelin, Fulaborg just tried to make a joke out of it, and you know how Fulaborg is very very good at improv and everything. So he it's was a just very making nice a joke. Javelin that I have, sir. I just kept on researching javelins and everything. Like, I get into the mood of javelin. I started watching javelin Olympic sports. And javelina oil sounds like javelin. So I just started covering myself <laughs> in javelina oil. <laughs> and on, I, I kind of love that little dynamic that he had with Harley. on the, Exactly, on the exactly. That was good. And That was good. And I already saw in the trailers that Harley, towards the end of the movie, had his javelin. We so I was like, oh, okay, so I guess, yeah. I guess javelin's going to die. Can I That's just say that the one character one. <laughs> I was glad that died instantly was uh, Blackguard. Mm-hmm. And let let it be known that I have nothing personal against Pete Davidson. But I mm-hmm. just, there was something about, like, I, if, had he stuck around, I just knew that he, he kind of comes off as the guy who, even in certain places where you shouldn't be funny, he's always going to try to be and doing something and do something funny. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of gives oh, me, that you mean as Pete me. Davidson? Yeah, Pete Davidson, which, I mean, he's a comedian. That's what he does. But also, oh, yeah. I, mean, I know, don't want to see him in movies because he always gives me that vibe. And even mm-hmm. when he came out, I just couldn't take him seriously as Blackguard. He has these two pistols. His armor looks good. But mm-hmm. this is the way he was carrying himself. That could have been the point, mm-hmm. though. That could have very been the reason why James Gunn cast him. And the yeah, but moment then, I then again, knew, he's a mercenary. He, he just, you know, despite being a mercenary, he doesn't look like a well-equipped mercenary. Like his yeah. how he presents himself. Yeah. He was a bit of a curveball for me because I thought he was going to stay alive for at least a bit longer because you see people like Javelin and you see his costume and you're like, that guy's going to die, obviously, because they didn't put a lot of effort into his costume. But you into see people costume. like Blackguard and you're at least like, well, he's got to at least use the guns because the gun design it's like That's he's the only true. guy with the guns on his chest and everything. It's like, well, if you show a gun in the first act, you're going to have to fire it eventually right but then nah he just gets his face yeah. blown off in a very grotesque way by the way which i think but is it, the is, is the first real moment where you're like oh oh it's, it's, it's this kind of film it's, it's gonna be that yeah it's 
it's gonna be Which like is, that, huh? <laughs> it's very James. But Gunn, like, though, I know he really James Gunn started really doing very grotesque films, right? Mm-hmm. He, he does. Yeah. When he started off, it was very. He's very good with gore. So. Yeah, I mean, have you seen Slither? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it's 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 good stuff, and I and I I do appreciate the the way that he handled gore in this film. Like it's it's kind of you know when sometimes it's unnecessary gore. You're like, I mean, yeah. I think here mm-hmm. sometimes it is unnecessary, but not in a bad way. It's not something oh. that like it works with the theme of the the, the film. And yeah, if you, if you think about it, it kind of fits the storytelling mm-hmm. method, uh, the storytelling element of let's say that one that one escape scene with Harley when she kind of started a wonderful mauling scene. everyone, and then flowers would just appear in in her background. Just the gigolo. You, you, <laughs> you can clearly tell these are very POV shots yeah. of them fighting like mm-hmm. not not like the the extravagantness of of them fighting but yeah. rather mm-hmm. like the perception so i guess it works it fits because you yeah. can tell it's from their pov we want to say hi and big thanks to the guys from kumu kumu is a pinoy live streaming app where you can connect or tambay with filipino streamers and celebrities use our link in the description to follow some kumu streamers and can i yeah. just say though now that you mentioned that that's w- what i love about <clears throat> that scene with harley is that you can kind of see the internal switch in her head where she mm-hmm. goes from <laughs> Harley to just, I'm going to kill every motherfucker in this room. Yeah, when she takes like, two M16s. She just kind of goes, focus, yeah. laser focus on uh-huh. just killing everybody. Uh-huh. And then she starts seeing the flowers. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. all right. This is this that was is That was a very, it wasn't an, it wasn't an over the top. Because like, I understand that Harley's insane and everything. And I don't blame Margot Robbie for totally encompassing that role because, you know, she is a derivative of the Joker. Like, you got to be in that mindset where you're like an insane clown and everything. Yeah. But I think she's had this role already thrice. (laughs) Exactly. Mm. She's already been, she's already comfortable in this role. She is Harley Quinn. Mm. Like, she's one of the only, if not the poster live action adaptation of Harley Quinn that she knows how to own it and she doesn't have to overdo it. I've seen clips of the first Suicide Squad movie, and there are some points where she's kind of overdoing it, you know, with the with the chewing gum and everything, and you know, yeah. the resting mm-hmm. on the bat and everything. It's like you know, you don't have to do and, that to be Harley. And actually, you know, accent-wise, Palang, you can tell that she was trying really hard to do a yeah. Boston Harley accent, which exactly. To be fair, the Boston accent is very hard to do accurately because mm-hmm. you, you're either doing it really well. Or you sound like you're doing an impression. Yeah, you're overdoing it, you know? Yeah. Like you're, and yeah. I'm glad to say that in this one, it sounded supernatural for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, she sounded like, I would, I would 100% believe that she was from Boston, and she was a great Harley impression. And you can tell like, you, the distinct difference there, because that's the first thing I noticed about Harley in the first film. You're like, that accent's kind of off. Where she would slip out of it and just be kind of like no, normal, maybe American English, and then... She'll try to put the accent on again. And I think that mm-hmm. was her just trying to figure it out. But as you said, she's been... Uh, it's a th- her third time show, uh, uh, being Harley on on screen with the Birds of Prey movie. Yeah, so exactly. She's definitely yeah. fully honed she didn't have a single. She didn't have a single quip in that action sequence where she just takes down the entire base of yeah. President President Luna. She yeah. didn't have mm-hmm. a. She didn't have a whole thing where somebody's head blows up and she goes, "Oopsie," you know. Like she doesn't have to do that mm-hmm. anymore to be Harley Quinn. She just sees the javelin, and you know she's like, "Oh, like, oh! <laughs> you know, that's like yeah. Harley Quinn do yeah. already at this point." 
you know. And it's it's nice because they show the break naman right after the fight sequence where they see oh, where she sees Rick. And, yeah. And or, or when she stops the cab. Did you, did you yeah. You notice yeah. his loafers? Did you notice his yeah. sports loafers? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo. Yeah, I forget the name of those kinds of loafers. Yung parang weaved siya, like a weaved leather loafer. Yeah, yeah. That's super popular in his in um like his more Hispanic countries. And I I mm-hmm. love those loafers, by the way. And I do want a pair, just on a side note. But it was just so funny to see this <laughs> blood sport with those mm-hmm. loafers climbing a wall. He looks like such a he looked like such a dad. Sobrang tito, again, but he had the helmet. <laughs> but then again, with the context that they just came from a night of drinking, it was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like super, super villains with a hangover <laughs> doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and exactly. sobrang laugh trip when, uh, like, you, the run that he did when Harley saw them, you, they were yeah. just running yeah. across the like, street. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> like, the look that Harley had, I had the same look watching it. Yung, his eyes just squinted. Huh? Is, Is that? that? <laughs> are they? <laughs> Can you imagine getting into a cab and seeing Idris Elba just kind of <laughs> trying to sneak across with a, a really with a big half- buff guy hey. in a sandal? But if you, if you think about it, people like civilians in Cardinal Maltese, that's an everyday thing for them. <laughs> I would imagine so. Yeah. yeah. Right? So they'll be like, oh, another mercenary climbing up a building. Another Tuesday. Yeah, that, that's uh, fine. Oh, geez. That's it's, it's another American sergeant with his, you know, covert operations. <laughs> uh, just another regular Monday in Cardinal Maltese. I, will, I mean, they I will themselves say, want to infiltrate President Luna's, President Luna's think, comp- compound all the time. Be- before we fully get past the first initial sequence, I do, I gotta mention our boy Nathan Fillion as oh, TDK. Man. Yeah, TDK. TDK. You know, you the, the, the funny thing kid? is, I know him. <laughs> 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 no, because I, for the longest time, for some reason, my brain was calling him Arm Fall Off Kid. Cause that's a guy. No, that's cause that's his that is comic a guy, book. Yeah, right. That's, that's a guy. Comic book iteration, mm-hmm. right? That's why I was like, when they said, "And this is TDK," I'm like, "How does arms fall off?" Fall off. That kid? I was like, yeah. I was trying to. How does that? And then when he said, no. "Um, the detachable kid," the detachable mm-hmm. kid, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, okay. And I love, the, man, the sound design when his arms came off. Oh, and he heard off. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> and then Nathan Fillion's face, and the fact and that like the bones that come out, it's not, it doesn't exactly it. look. It's a joint. Yeah. It's like a joint. It's like an action figure joint. <laughs> he looks like um, and they looked like ha- like pieces of ham. Let me yeah, say yeah. ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and the setup, hey, you think it's gonna be so badass because they they dolly in fun. Like, oh yeah, yeah. badass music. <laughs> the arms it, approach all the henchmen and they just start pestering in the face. And the pace that the arms go with him. You <laughs> yeah. can imagine a guy in a suit just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <that's> right. <laughs> and the henchmen just be like, what the fuck's going on? But if you, oh, really, what the hell? if you really think about it, though, that is how an arm would work. Because there's no, there's no point of traction or friction because it's not attached to anything. So there's well, no leverage. Depends. I, like, is he. Is he controlling them like telepathically? Oh, that's is true. Because the know. physics makes <laughs> sense. Because if if there's no point of leverage for to hold it down, it would just kind of be sliding off of people's heads, and it really wouldn't again, be doing much. If TDK could control them as if they were like bullets, if they could go at a cert, at, a, at any speed that he could control them, this guy would be really powerful. It yeah. just so happens that it you know it looks ridiculous. Oh yeah, but like but, the, the yeah. maximum strength he would have is the strength of an arm. 
<laughs> it's yeah, really fast, that's but... true. Well, actually, <laughs> force equals force equals mass times acceleration. Like, no, so if rather, it accelerates right, faster, exactly. but it'll be yeah. like Deku from Boku no Hero, where it'll it'll like it'll be a really solid punch, but like, it'll your, wreck his Your hand. arm is gone. Yeah. Your arm is yeah. gone. <laughs> and on on that note too, when they killed him, can you imagine? Just dying because your arms are getting shot to pieces. Yeah, thirty I, meters oh away. God. Yeah, and just dude, Nathan Fillion's face is on the ground. The ah! Yeah, <laughs> the blood just spilling out. Oh no! You just imagine like Remote pounds pain. of lead getting pumped into your getting oh pumped into God. your arms. You can't. See, you can't is, like. Does he have to clean the ends of each opening when he attaches? Oh, that's back? true. Because oh. like, he could get infected, right? The exactly. Don't think too much into it, man. Especially like, in the corner of Maltese, <laughs> you never know what kind of man, bacteria is humans. in the air. Yeah, it's exactly. like on the beach and well, everything. What are, and they're on the beach, but exactly. Yeah, and I think, although I will say, though, Bradder, you, you are right, that there is, there could be a lot of potential. Like, he could, I mean, if you think for those D&D players, it's like um, it's like a, a <laughs> mage toast. hand that could do damage, technically speaking. Yeah. I so, think it's more of Amanda being they, such a dickwad, because why would you send TDK, yeah. someone with that kind of skill set, as a as a decoy, you know, well, don't, maybe bring that's the point. don't bring limbs to a gunfight, yeah. don't bring yeah. detachable <laughs> limbs to a gunfight. But that was the I point, think, yeah, he's yeah, cannon he just, fodder. They, they just, he just, she just needed some cannon fodder in mm-hmm. order to fully distract the, because honestly, it's Sigh, it's yeah. more, Those it's a, it's even so cool. more of a distraction, because then it disorients the 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 military force. Like, what, <laughs> yeah. What is going on? And it also disorients the audience because it's Nathan Fillion. You wouldn't think that they yeah. would kill off Nathan Fillion and, right away. But and yeah. on the plane, by the way, is all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just trying to be cool. He stands for, yeah. he stands for me. That's how names work. <laughs> yeah. It's like your names. Your names are letters. All names are letters. All names are letters. All so, names yeah. and letters, dickhead. Which is a James Gunn <laughs> line already, right? No, it's a Taika. It's a Taika Waititi line, right? Taika Waititi? Yeah, the yeah. Taika well, Waititi. As Korg? What, did, did he no, say no, it's Korg? Uh, or was he it said from... it in one of his films. All words are made up. Who said that? All words are made up? Wait, no, that was... Oh, a, Thor. That Thor was said that. No, no. Yeah, Thor never mind, never mind. Yeah, Thor said that. In, no, no. Yeah. But it's a Guardians thing, so whatever. Yeah. Okay, so last but not the least from the first roster that died, Mongal. I like the idea that since she exists, that implies that Mongol exists in this universe. Yeah. So, which then uh, also kind of denigrates his existence because if Mongal is just like that, you're kind of like, well, then I guess the, well, the Mongol in in this universe probably isn't that great either. Well, that's true, but then you know you could make it a funny thing where if it was like Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, you know, you recognize that Guardians of the Galaxy exists in the same universe as Thanos, right? And yeah. there are characters in Guardians of the Galaxy that you can't take seriously. Like, for example, what? Like, the funny characters in Guardians, like Howard the Duck. That guy exists in the oh, same you mean the universe comics, as Thanos. the comics version, yeah, yeah. No, 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 like the movie, the MCU, you know, we see well, Howard the Duck. Pa- oh, you mean, not like, not necessarily members, but like people in the movies, you mean? People in the movies, yeah. yeah Howard yeah. the Duck appeared in the same movie, right? He was a post credit scene in the mm-hmm. first Guardians movie, remember? But that yeah, was the mm-hmm. first movie that we also saw Thanos. So True. when you see those two in the same movie, you're just like, ah, okay, so this is a universe where a talking duck that looks like yeah. Donald Duck exists, but at the same time, there's a mad titan out there who wants to kill half the galaxy. I don't think that's a yeah. totally bad thing. Although, ex- I know that the relationship is different because Mongal mm. and Mongol are directly related. Yes. But I think 
that if you execute it in such a way where Mongol maybe uses Mongal's death, like her death as like humans degraded our species as, as motivation, sister, as an expendable. Uh, well, expendable I mean, the expendables. Uh, I mean, she technically wasn't Earth. used as an expendable. Like she got herself killed. That, that that kind of is on her. Like she, well, she wasn't again, they, had blown up. None of up. them expected them to survive. Like none, no, no, no one from true. Argus did, right? But man, Booma, uh, I can't, I can't not say it in, oh, in Harley's accent. Oh, Booma, no. Could, yeah. Quick question: Every one of the original, like every member of the decoy squad, have they died in any of their comic book iterations in the Suicide Squad? Like they've at least died already, right? That's why. Most Actually, of them, I'm pretty I would sure, not be like, surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them. Um, I know I mean, with all the Hatcher... reboots we've gotten, especially in DC, New Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. What was the what's the what's the one now? There's another one now. They just I, keep I don't on. Even know they keep anymore, rebooting. I know that there's it. a new new one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and worse new, than new... Marvel with all these. Uh, all new Marvel. It's it's worse in DC. They just keep rebooting everything. I know that most of them have died, but a lot of them also have second versions, like Ratcatcher Two. Oh, like, <laughs> DDK know, the first two. version. You know, first version died. Legs fall off, an, girl. Another one. It doesn't really matter because it's always what the fans are like. Hey, that person, they usually kill people off just to raise the stakes. But then the fans are always just like, hey, I miss seeing that person. I want to see true. that person again. So they, they come up mm-hmm. with a new version. It's just the yeah. same thing because they're super villains. And it's not like they don't want to see Green Arrow again just as Green Arrow. They want to see Oliver Queen. But when it comes to super villains, though, they want to see Javelin to see Javelin, not the yeah. guy underneath the mask. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, to be fair, also, and uh, just a side tangent on Oliver Queen, I would much loved. I mean, granted, uh, the Arrowverse did pave the way for a lot of really fun stuff, and it was really good in my opinion for a while. And then it just kind of, you know. And the, of course, there's the train wreck that is the Flash. <laughs> Fight me if anybody thinks the Flash is <laughs> great. Honestly, the the current CW Flash, he's just an idiot. He's just an idiot times one hundred. Anyways, I would love to see an actual Oliver Queen. Because the CW Oliver Queen is basically Batman with an Oliver Queen skin. They tried to make mm-hmm. him Batman, super broody, super serious. But Oliver Queen's like a jokester. Trained under Rachel Ghoul, you know. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he is the jokester. Like exactly the whole the whole Rachel Al Ghoul uh, uh, kind of story arc. It's bas- it's basically Batman, except mm-hmm. they they're calling him Oliver Queen. That that is not our Oliver Queen. I want to see the Robin Hood looking mofo uh, uh, Oliver Queen with the Pointy ass beard, the pointy mustache. mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just making all these quips, basically Spider Man, but with a bow and arrow, like mm-hmm. Spider Man and Hawkeye put together. I just, I want to see that. And maybe Where's the boxing glove arrow? Where's exactly. the boxing glove arrow? Where I is think it? that would be so fun. And mm-hmm. definitely now that we've established the kind of possibility of wackiness in this new kind of DCEU, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually brought out an, a solid Oliver Queen with a boxing glove arrow. I think that's totally doable. Mm-hmm. And um, as much Maybe as I love Boomer, love could have like spikes. Well, I, mean, I mean, yeah, I, they could do it visually. They they've proven with su- the Suicide Squad that they could do it visually with <laughs> with blood sports. You know, small thing attached to a big thing, and okay. then it just turns into a bigger yeah. thing. I have, Actually, yeah, I have, like, I have a bone to pick so with now. That. It's an iteration of just for this movie, right? Because he was just he was just a war vet. Yeah. He's a Vietnam well, war vet, yeah. Let, let me know, and I, I I feel like we're the the 
perfect. You guys, you guys are the perfect people to talk to about this specific qualm of mine as well. Mm-hmm. With that, again, I love the idea that blood sports in in the comics uh, that he has a pocket dimension. Right? Mm-hmm. These are Where, pocket dimension mm-hmm. weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's not like because in the movie, it's all built into his suit. I like that. It's like, like nanotech, it's, something like that. Yeah. It's um. Kind of, it, it grounds it a little bit, as grounded as you can get yeah, in the true. film, where yeah. their main enemy is mm-hmm. a giant starfish. But mm-hmm. it's it's a cool idea, also. It's in a, it's a it's a very cool kind of image to see Bloodsport picking stuff off of his his suit, and then eventually, I also love the extra touch where towards the end, where they were when they were getting surrounded, you can see him it's struggling to it's look for setup, something. Yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah. oh he's shit, like, and I was oh, like, crap. Wait, That's where's my crowbar? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't like, really, Oh, wait, I still have this flamethrower. Right? Because yeah. you, you don't see... Uh, you re- John Wick, occasionally you see him like, oh, shit, I'm out of ammo. And that's always a good a, a good, um, a good thing. Like Unlike in yeah. The Matrix where they're just kind of... <laughs> just bullets mm-hmm. everywhere, unlimited bullets. But mm-hmm. uh, again, The Matrix is a totally different story. But again, I did love that. But the whole way that they transformed, granted... I guess you could defend it as nanotech, but it kind of gave me Transformium vibes. Do you oh dear, the yeah. First, no, the I, first I understand. Time I get what you Gavatron mean. transformed because mm-hmm. the first one that I saw transform, you parang the the weird looking blaster pistol that he has that yeah. looks like a yeah. letter U in the end. That yeah. kind of looks, looks like the, the handles on the LRT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The LRT <laughs> or gun. The, the, the toy arm that can grab. Yeah, it does look like a. Yeah, the the, the, the robot clamp. The robot clamp. <laughs> that but one, I, know, I think, it, major okay. It looks like alien tech, but looking back, looking into it, I think the intention was to make it look like they were biometrically locked weapons that mm. only he could use, right? Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, even if me, they weren't. Nobody would know how they operated. Like, oh, what that's true. <laughs> and, 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 how, and how do you it? You know, yeah. and it looked good for a lot Ikea. of the smaller ones, but I feel like it got a. You, you know those moments in movies where you're watching, you're like, okay, this is pretty cool. Okay, hold on, I don't know about that. You know those, I don't know about that moments. I had that oh, yeah. when he built that giant gun and everything was just transforming. The one way. with the spinny thing. Yeah, where everything was just kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't know. That just kind oh, okay. of, that's I a think, little much. That's I, a little much. I think the subconsciousness of how we kind of try to rationalize it, because he has such tiny tech that has yeah. such high energy levels of power. Yeah. So you wouldn't really think it would be believable unless it would be yeah. know, maybe alien in origin. And but then again, the Star Labs looks pretty high tech in the flashback with Pokemon. That's true. That's so, true. you know, it could be possible. And we do have a dude DCU. shooting Pokedots, so... I guess. But that's trans-dimensional. That's a trans-dimensional virus. Oh, that's right? true. That's different. But it's he does tech. his his tech is the thing that allows him to shoot. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. they're kind of like a bank, a polka dot bank. Yeah, where... <laughs> it's just like... yeah, like a like a like a coin purse. <laughs> but yeah, <playing> polka dot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I, a connect think... four system inside. <laughs> he's a, you know, I he's think... a walking twister. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like my qualm with with blood sports. Uh, how some of his weapons transform. Not all of them, because the other ones are fine. Like that scene where he was uh, just kind of having a Legolas Gimli moment with Peacemaker. Totally fine. I I highly enjoyed it. Also loved his kind of tirador slingshot thing on his uh on his, his wrist. Uh, yeah, his wrist. His, that was yeah, cool. His slingshot. Mm-hmm. I think it was really just that that one scene with the giant rifle, where mm-hmm. 
it they Tencent. went to nanotech with it where it's like they were literally just creating matter and they never built it up as that again because the transformations of the previous weapons felt a little bit more grounded and you can kind of see it yeah yeah, yeah, I can but see I mean, that. But it's just pieces changing into different pieces, not like it's creating yeah. more pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While the yeah. the the rifle, naman, I'll be, you could see him adding stuff to it. Majority it's like a of it just, gun, Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of started looking like it was making making more matter, which mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I understand. would I have been believable if they established yeah. it as nanotech from the very beginning. If it always I looked like it, that, it would have been. I fine. think they just wanted to go like all all out in that scene because this was like the big finale where all the supervillains were like, okay. This is this is it. This is the big moment where we have to use bring all out our the super big powers. guns. Yeah, yeah. literally yeah. bring out the big guns where Ratcatcher summons an entire horde of of rats and everything and you know yeah. Nanawe literally uses like does a hulk jump and you know uses his <laughs> like you know shark shark bite on a giant monster to eat the entire nom thing. Nom. Polka dot nom man nom. just Bird. summons a wave of polka dots. So I think this was this was uh, dead, uh, dead shot. Oh my god! <laughs> Not oh, no. oh no! I think this was blood sports way of showing. Okay, this is me giving my one hundred percent superpowers and everything. Yeah, and, and he probably just tried to. Yeah, yeah, he probably just tried to to create his, parang hardest hitting weapon, I suppose. Because mm-hmm. I mean, That's one it. could argue, Sayang the money could have used it separately, but on yeah. a giant starfish like that, he probably thought, let's just. Th- make the thing that shoots the biggest bullets <laughs> exactly before we proceed let's hear a quick word from our fellow podcasters from podcast network asia Psst, kailan ka last nag joyride alam mo yung may kasama ka sobrang tawa lang kayo ng tawa sabaw yung usapan nyo kahit saan kayo dali ng trip nyo ayos lang tapos biglang tatahimik lalalim yung usapan magiging intellectual emotional Ngayon, kahit stuck ka mag-isa sa bahay, sa traffic, sa trabaho, pwede ka nang sumabay sa Joyride of Intellectual Wall Conversations sa podcast kong Sabayan with Victor, produced by Podcast Network Asia. Sabay na sa Sabayan with Victor. Because it doesn't look like them when he realized that he relies completely on his tech. Even when they got kind of compromised in the bar scene yeah. when they were drinking, like you know, he he seems like a fully capable mercenary. Oh, yeah. And actually, what I do like is even though he's fully capable, and even though by the starting parts of the film you can kind of tell, oh, I'm not, I'm gonna live through this. But he, he'd always say that. Yeah, he kind of has this Martin Riggs lethal weapon vibe where I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm still the best. I know. I mean, also, he's I completely yeah. capable of. Uh, for crying mm. out loud, he threatened yeah, Amanda yeah. Waller with a pen, in a room full of completely armed individuals. Like he's very yeah. confident in his own skill set, which is what I love about mm. Deadshot. But, uh, oh my I God! Why about... do I keep calling him Deadshot? <laughs> which is love about what I love about Bloodsport. Blood Deadsport. Bloodshot. Because he's he's kind of like the reluctant the reluctant hero, Idris. literally. Where he doesn't want to be a hero. <laughs> just call him but Idris. Yeah, Idris. The situation is calling for it. He's yeah. a freaking supervillain yeah. mercenary for crying out loud, and the call to action that he gets literally at the first part is a daughter that he doesn't even want. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, and, he has that and moral when they compass him, him. And then the pinky peacemaker, he's like, "It's literally the same thing as me." <laughs> yeah. yeah, but oh, also, wait, can I just 
make a... Can I just ask, why were they fighting about... Why was he pushing that his bullets were smaller than... than... than oh, because... Sorry, Bago, before I make the wrong... Uh-huh. I think Peacemaker the... first was saying that he had bigger bullets. And then I think... No, that's the thing. Um, That was a callback to the first conversation they had because yeah. when, when Bloodsport said that I hit the target all the time and then uh, Peacemaker said, well, I hit the target more. And he's like, how do you hit the target more? He's like, I use smaller it's bullets. More... So he's saying exactly. that it's more precise. Yeah, like it's more precise. But then in the last like... part, in the last part, he... Bloodsport used a smaller bullet which... M- and Peacemaker used the bigger bullet, so he was able yeah. to pierce through the bigger bullet and yeah, shoot because him. Because it's, it's much exactly. more force so, put into a tinier um, surface. But my question yeah. is, he Peacemaker already uses such a big-ass gun. His bullet is already so generally big, if you look at the scale of that gun. Yeah. So how was he mm-hmm. gloating that, oh, my bullets are smaller, my bullets you know, hit more because they're smaller than your bullets? Dude, your bullets are bigger than most bullets. What? I don't know. Maybe he was pertaining to a different gun because he, yeah, yeah. because <laughs> like, I think I think Bloodsport. So he was pertaining to Bloodsport's big rifle, rather than Bloodsport's ah, yes. like mini yeah. mini thingy. He's a little derringer. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I think but your main weapons are your Bloodsport. I think you got. He just pistol, basically, right? yeah, because oh, no, he used the um, the robot, uh, the claw extendable toy arm. Pistol, yeah. the LRT gun that he used it a couple of times. We see it a, a couple it of times. It also so. looks like tech from Twilight Princess. Yeah, uh, yeah. Safe to say that's probably his go-to, and he added yeah. on to that when he blasted Nanawe a couple of times, which <laughs> can I, just, I when love he was the gonna scene eat, when he was going to eat Ratcatcher. Yeah. And I, you, you could see the innocence in his face. Like he just, he just was, he was just hungry. Mm-hmm. He just kind of like you could see that his eyes just wide open hungry. about to. to be, He's just like, nom, I nom. just want to eat something. He's not like, I'm going to fucking eat this. Nom, nom. He's just like, I'm hungry. Nom, nom. And it's like, uh, I'm no friend. So I was like, and oh, you could, no. you could easily see the the thought process that went into it. Literally, Nanawe just woke up in the middle of the night. He was hungry. He looks around. There's nothing to eat in the jungle. Sees Ratcatcher. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's true. My friends are How anyway. heavy a sleeper are you? <laughs> the, the entire film, he was kind of the AFK tank of the party. Because he yeah. should be doing his own thing, which was, you know, a bit, a kind of, you know, a bit of a downer because I would see everyone mistreat him, especially when he was making a tiny little clay model of Peacemaker with the bomb. Or, yeah. or when everyone was drinking, when everyone was drinking in the bar and he was by himself yeah, in the was, van and yeah, he was crying. Yeah, was so sad. sad. Was like, no, and he's just no, doing no, his no. own thing. It's like Fake he's always just mustache. walking so slowly, so depressed. <laughs> yeah. But then Fake I always think he'd die because he he always gets grouped up. Yeah, oh, I thought he tank. was gonna die with those yeah. little fish thingies. I was like, not so, like that. No, all of the blood in the water—it looked like he yeah. got shredded. But then you know, and Nanawe... then when he fell off the when he fell off the tower, there was that one scene where it just there was that one shot butts. where it just did a zoom in yeah. on his eye, and he was crying. I thought he was yeah. dead, but then when they opened fired at him, he sort of like shriveled yeah. a bit, and I was like, oh no, he's still alive. He's gonna yeah. go ham on these guys, and true I, enough, I love, yeah. bit of dude's oh, yes. head off. Yes, bit of dude's sports. head off, and the dude's eyes were still moving, and I was like, "Yeah." Which was, that's... which makes a lot of sense too. That's probably yeah. how it would look like. I also, mean, like his I... brain is still there. So, to all our Filipino li- listeners, which I think is majority of you guys, if 
am I the only one who thought of the Maui brand shorts <laughs> when I saw it? He's wearing trunks, right? Yeah, mm. yung parang yung may swimsuit. Di ba alam yun, Migs? Yung Maui no. na brand. Tapos, ano siya? Ironically, the logo is a shark. It's mm-hmm. Maui. Ah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They also have <laughs> yung, no, they own, yung my notebooks rin sila. Yeah, yeah, I used yeah. to have those Maui notebooks as a kid. And I was like, yo, those shorts, like, <laughs> those are pretty reminiscent of some shit I used to wear when I was a kid. <laughs> so, so it was a, it was a good touch. Arguably, Do you guys I think, yeah, like when they, that they made him a, an actual shark head? Because in, in the comics, he's a hammerhead, right? Yeah, he's a hammerhead. But yeah, they said that they like the wanted white. to stray away from the hammerhead thing oh, yeah. because they, they said it was hard to do dialogue expressive. and character moments. Yeah, yeah, and because it his eyes eye placement. Yeah, his eyes wouldn't be as expressive. Although I am a, I I'm glad with the de- the design that they went with so that he would look cuter. I am, yeah. however, a fan of the King Shark design from the animated movie Assault on Arkham. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, there is, is that shark one where he's where he's a, basically Groot, like King he's, Shark. No, he's is a King Shark. No, no, no. Um, that's that's a different. That's a whole different. This one's way darker. He's a dude. Oh. He's like a big bruiser dude, and he's bald, but his jaw sort of has like a Bane mask situation going on. I remember but it's that. It's not. It's Wait not a, a static mask. It's an actual metallic jaw that kind of looks like a bear trap and it just clamps up and down and he's so freaking violent he's not the lovable nanawe that we've seen he's just like a serial killer that literally his opening scene where that that introduces him he comes out of a pool of blood (laughs) he kind of reminds me of um what you would think of if you mixed uh killer croc and king shark yeah, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or this guy's like straight this up, guy's he's like a cyborg much, killer croc. He's pretty much the killer croc for the. For yeah, you might as well call yeah. it a cyborg killer croc, and then they just called him King Shark. That's kind just of just imagine like Bane with a bear trap for a, yeah. for a mask. Can you imagine? Oh, I'm Bane. I'm Bane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I, but I'm a huge fan of that design. But this design, this iteration of King Shark, is definitely like gonna stick to me a lot. Oh, I, I, I love this version. And I th- I also let, th- I also like the fact that they did not shrimp scrimp on his uh, shrimp. shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the fact that they did not scrimp on his power level because out of all of them, admittedly, he's probably the only one that could last the longest fighting go to going toe to toe against Superman. <laughs> oh yeah, guy has most bulletproof likely. skin, superhuman strength. Yeah. My goodness, he's a and demigod. Let, essentially. let it be known that from the get go, I never had an issue. With uh, his his character model, I was a little uh-huh. wary to be to be fair. But at the end of the day, I was like, I think it looks pretty good and kind of works with the overall aesthetic. Because Alamco, a lot of people were that was the most Konya Alamco I've ever said in my life. Alamco, Alam Alamco. Alamco, I say when they first showed the first trailer, people were complaining that King Shark looked too cartoony. Though I was kind of like. Not really. That's kind of what. I mean, that's that's King Shark. Yo, yeah, that's that's, against the light shot where he just rips someone in half in slow motion. Yeah, and like there's it, like lightning. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, because maybe so they wanted I, more parang textured, parang you CW King Shark. You you saw from batak na. <laughs> Let me stop you uh, there. At CW and CGI in the same yeah. sentence. What? I mean, it looked pretty decent when it was standing still. <laughs> 
Or but if it was yeah. like a screenshot, maybe. I, I, I prefer, I really like this and, version and of Pink Shirt. It looked pretty good on my laptop screen. Because you know how CG in movies, yeah. since it's such, oh, like in a theater, since it's such on a, it's plastered on such a big screen. Yeah. The CG can kind of just meld into such a big fuzz. Yeah. But seeing it mm-hmm. HD on a, you know, 4K on a laptop still holds it pretty good. Like the texture doesn't feel unrealistic like it doesn't you know when cg doesn't it does. i noticed that too i noticed yeah. that too yeah. king shark does like he he looks like a shark what a shark would look like on land a bipedal one at that and a very lovable yeah. one a very and, lovable one and the that. character model i think works very well in that it looks realistic and would fit the universe while still fitting the kind of cute lovable Death machine. <laughs> that is so smart, me. Enjoy Read book. book. Yeah. Read book. At Sylvester Stallone, good job, Sly. Yeah. yeah. You, you totally He's totally becoming a James Gunn staple. Yeah. yeah. I, I, he did. He did a great job as a King Shark. Oh, good job. But you know, Sly. speaking of other James Gunn staples, I, I I do think Migs has a very favorite cameo here in this entire film. That he, Darth he, Maul? No, he may. I... No. <laughs> cameo dito na hindi mo gusto. Don't you have a favorite cameo here? What? What are you talking this about? Does Migs have a favorite cameo? Let me. In the no. Suicide Squad? I, I'm trying to yeah. rack my brain for cameos. Okay. Night, I'll, I'll, I'll give a hint. Optimus Prime from the Age of Extinction. Oh, oh, of course. Oh, oh Mantis. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of sucks that they didn't give her uh, a line <laughs> of these. <laughs> did you see the TikTok yeah, did, video? You just... know, um. Uh, the the Marvel characters in DC movies. So you see see Yondu as uh see what the fuck's Savant? his name? See Savant. Savant, and then all the other characters, and the man Mantis as Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> she was not a hooker. She was a she was just a dancer. dancer. She's a performer, <laughs> but it was so funny because they built it up. They wanna expect to be like Mantis as Hooker. Oh no! She an answer. Excuse you. I was really expecting oh, her dear. to have a line at least. Like you know, she would yeah. at least play into the yeah, part had, where the Corto Maltese. Maybe yeah. like maybe maybe there's a line that she has where she distracts the Corto Maltese guards when they're like looking for the Americans in the bar. But I don't know. I don't know that 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 cameo can't just be there for no reason. And for crying out loud, Pom Clementi F is such a great actress. I don't understand. She is. She is. I don't understand. Also. On a, on a completely unrelated side note, well, I mean, I guess it does kind of make sense. Just speaking, just going back a little bit to the older remaining characters from the first Suicide Squad. I mean, as much as I hated seeing Boomer die, looking at the dynamic the current crew, I don't think he would have fit. I think he, but his character yeah. would have been a yeah, little bit more Yeah, because he'd still probably bail. Yeah, or just be an asshole, like a lovable asshole. Better. Yeah. It, it would break yung dynamic that they have it, and I and then the dynamic that minus That's peacemaker, true. and I have nothing against John Cena, personally. I just, I just don't see him as a leading man because he always he always comes off to me as he, he's tr- a guy who's trying really hard to make it in Hollywood. Well, he's you, a wrestler, <laughs> which is fair, which is fair. But also, yeah. you can tell, like also with in with in interviews where he's always trying to, yeah, be, I know. You know this uh, trying to be funny, and, yeah. trying to be overacting, overacting a little mm. bit cool, which mm-hmm. I get. In terms of I get why he's portrayal, trying to... I think he did. He did well, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not elated that he's getting a, his own show. It's because like he, he's kind I, of a dick. I'm willing <laughs> yeah. to give it a shot. 
solely because of that that one scene where he kills uh well, spoiler alert alert where he kills mm. flag and flag uh, which goes actually kind of got me. what a joke mm. you yeah. think the look but, on his face yeah. he says millions like, yeah, yeah like, i i it love was a really that. good shot that, mm-hmm. that it wasn't just like a oh uh, yeah here i'll kill you it was like oh fuck and it, it, it did it, idols like i actually yeah. look up to this guy and you know what am i doing protecting but beforehand he I was telling him, like, don't make me do this. And you could tell that he didn't yeah. want to do it. And even when he yeah. did do it, you can see the regret in his face. But also you can see the, him trying to justify, I had to fucking do it. But he's like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, I can't believe I had to do it. Which was, yeah. it was a really good shot. And it did give more depth to Peacemaker. And it was, it was good appreciate. setup mm-hmm. and foreshadowing from such a funny statement lang at the beginning of the film where he just says, funnily, na, oh, I have to attain peace. I don't care how many children and women have to die. To achieve that, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. It, it seems so lightheartedly stupid at first, and then mm-hmm. be glad. And then when you get there, he doesn't care how many children or women have to die. <laughs> oh, and yeah, this whole do you think, the, you think Rick's shirt was like foreshadowing too? Because he he got stabbed exactly where there was a sign. Because it's a it's some cartoon character holding up a sign, right? Oh, and then the no. sign is where his heart was exactly. Oh my! So he God. got stabbed with a shard. Oh, that sucks. In the comics, though, Dubai or Rick Flag does have a yellow shirt on, not a, like a, a stupid, like a stupid cartoon shirt. No, it's but... like a shirt, and then he has the gun yeah. holsters. So I do appreciate that they gave him the kind of classic yellow shirt mm-hmm. look, which is which is really mm-hmm. good. Whereas I he just blended mad. in with a bunch of the Marine Kovacs. Corps in the first in the first yeah. movie. I mean, I'm just Takeshi like, Kovacs. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> yeah, they Kovacs. already canceled. They already canceled Altered Carbon. Wait, and what? Just, Wait. Yeah, yeah. The second season. They they canceled it no. year, like a 2019 like a I few months after release of season two that. they just canceled it. But I told you about I mean, it, brother, and yeah, I was telling I mean, you guys like, about how sad I was that they canceled it. Mm-hmm. Well, it would have been great. It's not I don't even think done. I, they didn't even end it on the right. I think it's because I know uh, it dipped a little bit in viewers and it cost too much to make for Netflix, which is understandable because the effects are really good. Like it's it, mm-hmm. it looks good. So I can believe when they say that it costs a lot to make. Mm-hmm. And yeah, actually, after season two, they released new <laughs> animation, the, no. the altered garment. So I'm, I'm still hoping that maybe somebody's going to see potential in it and decides to pick it yeah. up. Yeah. Well, it has a lot of potential. It's, a, it's, a, it's not a book, is it? It's a completely... I don't think so. It's a book, right? Okay, no, I mean, no. Jeff Bezos, go watch it. Because you guys know about that. Ang alam ko, the running joke is ang yeah, sa, really. The Expanse is uh, it got canceled, but Jeff Bezos liked it so much, so he picked it up. <laughs> he just took it. Because it's, it's an Amazon uh, series now, I think, The Expanse. Which is a like great... On Amazon Prime? I believe so, yeah. It's a great I sci-fi see. show, by the way, guys, if you haven't seen it yet, The Expanse. We should, we should just do that. We should, we should show the shows that we like. To Jeff but, Bezos? Oh my God. No, no, no. I'm gonna send. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna send altered carbon to Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh he's gonna shoot it live action good. in space. <laughs> oh man! And can you imagine like every car in? It, it's just they're all Teslas in altered carbon. Everybody says Teslas. Hey, I don't know. I think that sounds like a plausible future. Honestly, the the Cybertruck <laughs> would totally fit in. Like it yeah, would just dude. you wouldn't even bat mm-hmm. an eye. It would and be most Teslas. Brand are pretty much cyberpunk at this point. Yeah, dude. I mean, a lot of a lot of cyberpunk uh, all they don't get too ridiculous like for example, 
in Blade Runner, you see a lot of brands that are recognizable, like Atari, right? And Sony, or actually, like straight up, Sony and, and there, Sony. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, and like Cyber- so I, Blade Runner has an old future type of look to it too. So yeah, exactly. a retro future, very, very yeah. mm-hmm. vibe type. Of or look. like the Fifth Element has like McDonald's and shit. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. I wouldn't be surprised if Altered Carbon would would be sponsored by Tesla. <laughs> Honestly, okay. So I guess on a slight tangent, still talking about Joel Kinnaman. Do you? If it, if it does get picked up, man. if it does, if it does get picked up, do you guys want to see him come back? But hey, yeah. it's already what's his name, um, the original te- uh, Takeshi. It's him. I'm okay about. with it. I mean, or is it Anthony? Okay, Mackie I didn't still? think I'd I like remember. Anthony Mackie as Takeshi, but I did. So yeah, I mean, I was I okay I with still his prefer, performance. I prefer Joel Kinnaman. His Joel, I think. His, yeah, I like Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, his version. But then again, of they might make a spinoff because. What's his name? Riser. Uh, what's his? It starts with an R. What's his actual name? What's his character name? Uh, that I know who you're talking also, about. That guy. Yeah, he's alive, yeah. right? He's alive since he's yeah. back in his sleep. So they, he's not dead. They could, you know, possibly expand that. Yeah, and Sienna, the girl as well. She's uh, she's alive. Yeah, so she's still alive too. So we she we completely we possible. Yeah, there's a lot th- to still bring back. I and think Takeshi Kovacs has, at this point has become like an idea, like a Batman. So I think just seeing <laughs> Joel Kinnaman. Anyone can Joel be Takeshi. Yeah, exactly. Anyone yeah. can be Takeshi. Just seeing well, Joel in that world, is, anybody um, can be anybody. Batman right? is just, it's like seeing Bruce as, as Takeshi. Yeah. You know, seeing Anthony is just like seeing Dick Grayson as Takeshi. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, all that being, all that being, uh, all that rather is to say, that we're sad to see Joel Kinnaman go from the Suicide Squad because mm-hmm. I love him as an actor in every in a lot Didn't of the get, stuff that he does. Tattoos, actual tattoos. Yeah, yeah where it says Squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and then it's cute because it's embellished in the second one, right? There's yeah, design yeah. on top of it. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised see... if they brought Rick Flag back though. See, Margot Robbie. Dude, he got a he got tattooed. The heart. I know, but what if there's like it's you know Star Labs? There's like a bunch of incubators with a bunch of important artery. <laughs> yeah, because there's I mean, like uh, well, no, we saw the heart stop. <laughs> yeah, Immortal Combat style. No, yeah, no, no. But I mean, I was rewatching Kingsman two, and maybe they have the alpha gel that you wrap it and it protects the heart. That's how or Harry maybe... survived. Maybe you know they go into the basement of Star Labs and there's just a bunch of incubators with Takeshi. I mean, I mean Rick Flag. <laughs> or, or maybe Rick maybe Flags. maybe Rick Flag just got re-sleeved. Maybe that <laughs> that's a maybe thing. they put him, maybe they drop him in a Lazarus pit. Honestly, I feel I like know. nothing <laughs> is impossible. Nothing's impossible, but I highly doubt that they would bring him back because it would jeopardize the gravitas of all the deaths in that movie. Because oh, yeah. the the what what makes that movie hit is like when somebody dies, you're like, oh, oh, okay, he, he's yeah, dead. So, so that person's dead. So if they bring mm-hmm. him back, it's gonna be a Marvel situation, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, he's not dead. I guess. So no one's really dead. Dead. Yeah. yeah. So I think James Gunn is gonna have to stick to his guns. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> with that, with this decision, he's gonna have to stick to his James. This James. <laughs> <laughs> looks like guns is gonna have to James. <laughs> do you think there's gonna be a trend though? Like, if ever they do expand the installment of the Suicide Squad, like not yeah. specifically another DCEU film, do you think it's going to be a trend where they kind of, because they got the first, you know, a good number of the first of the first cast for the second mm. and kill them off? Do you think they're just gonna transfer over every existing cast, kill them off, and then transfer to a new cast? 
for every like you know that season. really depends because this i thought that that would be the case because i i when i saw the movie i th i thought it was going to make a lot of money because this was a great movie it was i don't think any of us have said that we love this movie it's fantastic uh, we love the suicide it, it has its yeah, problems it uh -huh. of course but it does but arguably the, i would say this is one the of my best dc films, films. there granted yeah, it's, it's a very low bar but yeah. <laughs> but you know it's it's but, good you know I thought that it would make a lot of money, but apparently this is box office flop. It is. It is. Well, I mean, it's a pandemic. Of <laughs> and it it's is pandemic, HBO yeah. Max. So, right? But they've true. already shot the Peacemaker mm -hmm. series. Yes. And But I don't know if this would racket enough money for them to be able, to, for it to merit a sequel. You know? I, I, think, I, just, I think it's going to get one. I 100%. I hope, hopefully. But if that's the case, I don't know if they can reprise the role of Bloodshot. Oh, yo, it's um, 91 percent uh, certified fresh on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and an eighty-three percent audience score. So it's oh yeah, it's, definitely. It's, it's but the box, yeah, office, but the box office flop. So it didn't mm -hmm. earn ah, that's a lot. Well, it didn't earn because reception I, fine, but box office is there a movie right now enough, that isn't a box office flop? That's yeah, that's true. Releasing this, but pandemic. again, like. If it didn't, that's the thing with these studios. If the movie didn't make at least four times its budget, then that's they're not going to make a sequel for it. But so, I think, but I, I, think definitely... I think people have adjusted during these yeah. times because okay. What one thing I've noticed with a lot of shots in Suicide Squad in the mm. Suicide Squad is ang daming naka gimbal. There are so many shots that I mm. feel are on a gimbal because there are some shots yeah. that say it's an OTS, it's an over the shoulder shot, or it's maybe mm. like a medium shot of someone talking. I can see a float like it's floating on a gimbal. Like the camera mm. isn't locked on a tripod yeah. or anything. And I've noticed a lot of the shots are post. like that. <laughs> and, and I've noticed maybe during production, given that they do have to have a lower amount of people because mm. of probably you know, safety reasons, more contained, more a smaller bubble, they have to wrap and go a lot, like really fast. Mm. So yeah. with, with the camera, it probably just has to stick in the gimbal a lot. So. Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, it which makes a, a lot of sense. It'd be so funny though if they just like, oh no, we just added that in post, <laughs> just to throw people yeah, off. Well, I mean, they've already they've already described this the shooting of this one to be like very outrageous because not just yeah. because of James Gunn's direction, but also because they shot this specifically to be an IMAX. Yeah. And, yeah. That's, and logistically, he's... I don't think how much did they spend. I'm not okay. sure. While Ian looks that up, I guess I will say, um, if they're gonna if they're gonna be smart about it, which I'm sure they are. I think I mean the the producers in this context, given their critical acclaim and the not only the audience score but the critical score is very high. I think that the sequel, if the, the if the in talks of this getting a sequel, is more gonna be seeing the potential of how much money it will make because they can already see yeah. that people will will watch a sequel and they do right. want a second one. And given the and they have to think about it in the context now, it's a box office flop because nobody's going to the cinemas. Like it's literally a sign of the times and not really the fact that people don't want to watch it. It's just that people mm -hmm. don't want to go to the cinema because it's not so, the times to be going to the cinema. Which is why Scarlett uh, Johansson is uh, is suing D uh, Disney and Marvel. Oh, that's mm -hmm. true. Yeah. The the which is is one hundred eighty five million, by the way. And they lost. How much did it make? Yeah, they, you're, you're right. Actually, they only made a hundred eighteen. But mm. for me, I don't think that's much of a problem because one, it's Warner, so they're a behemoth of a company. They can yeah. they can manage what how many? That's less than a hundred million in losses. Two, yep. mm -hmm. it's only one hundred eighty five million. Um, for a movie, 
I guess you know that's pretty cut down in cost. It's relatively small, and that's because yeah. it's in pandemic, you know, in, in a pandemic situation. Yeah. So it makes sense. And I, three, I expected it to just be made a, a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah. And exactly, considering right? na, it's it we it was in a situation where not a lot of people were going to the cinemas. That's it did a lot better than I think it would have than than a lot of people expected. Yeah, the projected. Yeah, all, the projected. like all things considered, about like it's mm-hmm. it still breached the hundred million mark considering yeah. a one eighty five yung mm-hmm. total cost. Niya. And it, it's it's relatively close considering the pandemic time style. And I think in the long run, everyone benefits from this because okay, let's mm-hmm. say Warner lost like a couple million bucks for this year for this fiscal year. Yeah. They, one, they created a really solid movie that could probably break mm-hmm. out the DCU for a lot more audiences yes. now because yeah. it's pretty well made. And two, like everyone walks off pretty good because Warner has a good film in their roster for DC films. James yeah. Gunn is also, you know, another thing to put on the rack, another list of achievements. Yeah, yeah. And actually, now what I've noticed is they were so f- the, all of these corporations are so friendly with each other because when Kevin mm. Feige got James Gunn again for Guardians Three, he said, "Oh, I can't do that yet. I am still doing Suicide Squad," Suicide which Squad. Warner just completely gave him what total helm over the project. Free reign, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. and Kevin easily... Feige was just like, yo, uh, take all the time you need, just make sure you finish that and then you can do Guardians. So it's, so, it's yeah. a friendly, it's such a friendly environment. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Also, you know. could be a case of the fact that they just, everybody wants James Gunn right now because he's doing, yeah, dude. He's doing he's really, asset, he's man. doing so good with all these yeah, franchises. You can't lose James Gunn. And it's like, besides, yeah, I'll like, wait. hired James Gunn once. <laughs> yeah, you they know, ain't got to do it again. Good side. You, you yeah. gotta get on his good side eventually. Yeah. Which I mean, it, it is, is it, it is a shame that uh, I mean, some people are saying now, nah, Yunga, uh, basically Scarjo is probably fired now. But also, I mean, Black Widow's dead, so I mean, uh, I mean, you could bring yeah, her back, but because people are saying now, nah, her suing Disney burns all the bridges. But I mean, uh, she's probably, you know, she's done a bunch of stuff already, earned a lot of money. <laughs> she from burned Disney. the last bridge but when I she do. jumped off that cliff. I will say that it's so <laughs> the uh, the arguments of a lot of people are so kind of idiotic in the sense I, I, I know I'm picking a fight with more people here but I love you when uh, basically she's suing them because her a part of her earnings in her contract is supposed to come from box office earnings and then uh-huh. they just dis- and nasa contract rin that they weren't gonna release it ata on Disney Plus at least or uh-huh. either that Either not at oh, all. Oh no, they were. They were. Dapat, dapat theaters lang muna. Yeah, it was yeah, supposed to be yeah. a theatrical. Pero alam ko sabay release both on Disney mm-hmm. Plus and on theaters. And which in theaters. it's a breach of contract, one hundred percent, because mm-hmm. it's not on there. Mm-hmm. And then, a, a kind of a scummy move. I'm I'm sorry, Disney or Marvel, if you're listening, but it's kind of a scummy move where it, they're clapped back and they they told the public, "Well, this is how much she made," which is you don't you don't yeah, do that. Dude, do you know what's like, happened, man? Like, yeah, and the people are so to just publicly let people know this is how much we paid her. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like asking a friend, like, hey, how much do you make? Like, just, exactly. To, and, and just, Way uh, to in, use in a, money in an argument, Disney. <laughs> yeah, and then people are, you. people are saying, uh, uh, oh, she's so ungrateful. She already made hundreds of millions. Like, That's not the point. Like yeah, The contract dude. says this. They breached the contract. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point. And I think see Emma Stone then is planning on suing because they did the same thing with Cruella. Mm-hmm. So yep, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like if a lot of people got on board with that, and it, it, it's, it, it it's is not a shame exactly something that you should let slip by. That we're probably with this hap- happening, 
probably never going to see Black Widow ScarJo ever again. But, oh, well, you know, she at least got her film. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of good ScarJo. And most likely, L- Lawrence Pugh is going to be our new Black Widow. Florence. <laughs> That's what, what I said. Lawrence. Did I say Lawrence? Yeah, you said Lawrence. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> is that a male variant? <laughs> Could be. Lawrence Pugh, my bad. Uh, I, I, I love her. I love her. She's great. And, <laughs> yeah, she's uh, amazing. Such a bozer. <laughs> Anyways, do that back to the Suicide the... Squad. Okay, back the, to the Suicide Squad. The, I, the, I guess we should cap things squad. off. I guess we should cap things off by discussing the main villain and also the final act of this uh, oh, wait, film. Oh, wait. Before we get there, I mm-hmm. think we got we to gotta expand a little bit on the fact that, ironically enough, the, the uh, we got Rat, Rat Catcher 2 and the giant shark guy, King Shark, Worth mm-hmm. the, the heart and soul of this film. You just kind of tugs the heartstrings and the characters mm-hmm. you just kind of like the two characters that I really did not want to die. hundred <laughs> mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. Like what's what if he died, I'd be like, ooh, that's a shame, but you know. As long yeah, as you keep I feel like she's tied to Cleo because they have the surrogate father yeah. uh, relationship yeah. going on. Yeah. And Ratcatcher <laughs> and you know can I just say at first I did not realize it was Taika. Yun Tatayni Ratcatcher too, until yeah. they they did because the, when he was on the ground when they, they yeah. with the dead the dead shot like he had the he had the Einstein intended. hair and everything yeah I was yeah. like oh and then when they so when the flashbacks were on the, were on glass there they were they were on a yeah it was on the window it was hard to see yeah. yeah so when she told the 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 stories and you see him like, when they were sitting on the rooftop I was like oh my god it's Taika Waititi. And, mm-hmm. that's, uh, yeah. that, that was and a he's nice a heroin addict. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do love the fact that we got, amidst the craziness and stupidity of it all, there was that kind of a uh, little play on the heartstrings with Ratcatcher 2 and Inoue. And amidst such a serious type of... It's a Even suicide though Ratcatcher squad, the villain himself too, just, right? Like, the, he's kind of bad too. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. these two people, they're just, just trying to get by, man. And now it's just like this, this shark... Demigod thing, and Ratcatcher just hungry wants to half sleep. the time. Yeah, Ratcatcher's just sleepy. <laughs> she just oh, wants to sleep. She just needs like, sleep. Let her sleep. <laughs> it's uh, she'll sleep deprived all the time. Yeah, and it's 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 a nice kind of little twist, and also one of the reasons why I do prefer Bloodsport over Deadshot is because there I feel like there's more character depth to Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, if, if you made James the... Gunn write a scene for for Deadshot, maybe true, true, because. Right? The, with Bloodsport, I say the you get you get humor and you get the the kind of uh, the fatherly thing he has with Cleo. So you get a lot of depth and also just the, the mercenary just wants to kill. But people. also a very realistic fear of rats. I mean, exactly. If you were a child yeah. with an abused father that was locked in a crate full of hungry rats. I think you'd be pretty yeah. scared of freaking rats. Yeah, too. And <laughs> while that shot was just Will Smith being Will Smith with a gun, which. Mm-hmm. Again, could be totally because of how he was written. Like, that 100% could have been it, and it probably was. But also mm-hmm. half of it is probably because half the time Will Smith is just Will Smith being Will Smith. So mm-hmm. that's why I do oh, prefer but Blood, come uh, on. Dude, like The final fight of the first Suicide Squad where they were just standing in place when they were, you know... I mean, World of Warcraft? <laughs> yeah, it's like a Dota, like a Dota, like a Dota game. 
That's not on the cast. Yeah. We have to be a team now. Killer Croc, get this brick with a bomb on it because that's your superpower. You throw the brick. <laughs> they, they had to Rube Goldberg the machine in order to get to the heart when somebody, when Dead Chocolate just shot it. Like, easy. Exactly. That's true. He's like, why don't yeah. you throw the brick? Isn't that your thing? You, why don't you get Boomerang to throw the brick? He's like, no, you do it, Killer Croc, because you have the good throwing arm. Yeah. Like, but Which, Captain Boomerang yeah. just throws things. Like, Speaking of efficiencies, though, 100%, I understand why uh, Polka Dot Man had to die because he's just OP. Like, he, he just disintegrated okay. oh, and also, everybody. You know, he did say scene. he wanted to die by the start of the movie, right? Yeah, I yeah. hope so. Yeah, he, yeah said. he said he so, wanted to die. But... Did, did you know that in that scene, it was originally supposed to be Ratcatcher 2 that was supposed to die? Yes, yes, yes. But mm -hmm. they but, <laughs> yeah. test audience says also. They, and they said that it was going to be like, too dark no. and yeah. they didn't want it. Yeah, but they wanted the main character to die. So they, they let it be Polka Dot Man because, you know, it was a bit of a comedic bit. And also because yeah. Polka Dot Man, it would have made more sense because he did want to have that He lived a tormented arc. life. Just yeah. being infected with that virus. I know. feel so bad for the guy, dude. Waking up at dude, 20 when he woke up and he had all of that. The stuff on yeah. his face. Oh and you my have gosh. To, you just have to vomit polka dots. It's oh my crazy. god. And other than that, like you have to see everyone in this, you know, in the splitting image of your mom for the rest of your life. Which can I can we just somebody give her a gold medal? You. The lady that played the polka dot man's mom. <laughs> yeah. Great job. Yeah, Especially yeah, when doing all those <laughs> characters in the bar like, scene for the Starro. Is your mom? <laughs> like, you know who that is? Looks That's your so mom. <laughs> and also oh, in the in, in the club when he was dancing and his mom was. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Hey, but that was a, I love the bar scene though. When when they oh, were just yeah. having fun with each other. When when dead. What? Oh my god. When blood when sport. With dead shoot. When blood. When dead sport. <laughs> when, it when Bloodsport was having a was having a drink with Rick Flag. Yeah. And you yeah. know, uh Polka Dot Man. Even when Peacemaker was trying to dance. Like uh yeah. what was yeah. his name? Well like Zemo mm -hmm. in the in Falcon. Yeah. Which yeah. can I just say that also just kinda looked like John Cena trying to dance to me. <laughs> like yeah. it would have been totally sure James Gunn was just like, What do you mean? Yeah. I'm pretty sure James Gunn was I'll just say. like Guys, just yeah, have fun. Meantime, moving <laughs> on, I, I was just, just seeing a floating yeah. super helmet. Eh. That, that's the, that's, <laughs> that, wasn't that his superpower? Peacemaker was just he was, in, he was just um, he was uh, just invisible. Uh, no, he's a uh, an anthropomorphic suit. Just uh, has a suit that. <laughs> <laughs> you, think that's, you think that's why he can't he can't get any roles? Not because he's not good, but because of mercy. He doesn't come to his audition. <laughs> it's like audition. Next up, John Cena. Uh, John Cena. Is there a John Cena in the house? <laughs> I can hear him, but where oh, is well. he? He's doing lines. <laughs> he's doing lines, and you can just see voices in the room. Oh man! And okay. okay, as much as I am not, I think the only reason why I'm a little bit uh, wary of Beastmaker and John Cena is, I guess, I just don't have that kind of mindset enough to to just be to like John Cena as an actor right now, because you you can tell he's still trying to kind of feel it out and just trying. He's that um. He's that new kid on the block that just trying it's just trying to impress everybody, which I, I totally mm -hmm. understand, but it just rubs mm -hmm. me a little bit in a weird way. And I, and I will Didn't say though I that Bumble, I do appreciate. He, he, he was in Bumblebee. Yeah, <laughs> he was like the leader of. He was a black ops guy. I didn't see him. I couldn't see him. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will say that he'll get I his do, rhythm. He'll, he'll get his rhythm. He, he was well. written really well. Peacemaker was written really no, well. No, and I, his performance as Peacemaker, I like to think was pretty very okay. good. I yeah. when I ask, oh, or rather, 
I feel like maybe people would not want to watch Peacemaker or rather the spin-off series because mm. just because he's he was a, you know kind of a dick in the movie. John Cena being Ray. John Cena as well. Yeah. But I think that would work for the series especially if they kind of do a like a Zuko character They'd have to establish so trailers yeah, like, pa lang. yeah. Yung parang if they kind of try to do an empathy route with his character yeah. and try to you know I think it'll work. I think yeah. it could work. And they wouldn't make a what seven episode miniseries if it didn't. <laughs> I, I feel know. like though it, it it John Cena right now to a lot of fans uh, might be yeah. a little bit of a hard, especially you know to comic book fans. It's he's a little bit of a hard sell. Like he because you know it, it just it's just John Cena trying trying his best. Although you don't think he's like a uh, The Rock? He's pretty simple, right? You just put him in no, any the, action movie. The Rock has a lot of charisma. John Cena, mm-hmm. he's like a. Kid in a candy farm. Candy, candy kid farm. Kid in cargo shorts, yeah. But he yeah, did, he's, doing, he's, he's doing his best. Right? But he did do a good job. His performance was really good in The Suicide Squad, and I really did enjoy it. Before we proceed, let's hear a quick word from our fellow podcasters from Podcast Network Asia. Hi, this is Aeen Bernos, the brown girl behind Morena the Label and Ideology Studio, also known as Aeen Pero Tagalog on TikTok. And this is Riza Lana Sebastian, the serial entrepreneur behind Lana PH, Mink PH, Tala Ala PH, Ambush Clothing, and Bim Manila. Come listen to Camp Confidence Radio, a podcast about confidence, self-improvement, and success. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Till then, stay confident. And yung, uh, yung, you can tell that you, it's like a part of you wants to be mad about what he did. But also, you can kind of tell that that's just how the characters, the principles are. And he actually mm-hmm. genuinely did not want to do it. It was just kind of the heat of the moment. And his mission was just he wants peace. And they mm-hmm. he was actually really likable in the start. <laughs> Especially, yeah. actually, one of the most the... ridiculous was the blow dart. <laughs> yeah. 30, oh, yeah, the 30 blow... meter blow dart hit. It's like, yeah. wait a minute, hold on. But also, it's a I lot love of lung the power. I love the delivery of his line where where Bloodspark was like nobody likes to show off and he's like not if what you're showing off is dope as dope as fuck <laughs> and he's like shit he's right he's right <laughs> that's a great scene a very uh, yeah that, like I love moment. that sequence where well it kind of sucks that they were just killing good guys but <laughs> yeah it's all like uh, he's still alive exploding rounds <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Which is okay. I mean, it, it could work if he was a bit crazy. Yeah, I did see it coming. Mm-hmm. Did you see it coming that those were that those were the, those were good like rebel forces? Nope. That easy. I easy. Nope. Saw it coming because it, it kind of was foreshadowed. Well, I I noticed that they weren't fighting back because midway through the long take, I could there were some extras that were saying no 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 wait Diva. If yeah. I, if oh, I, if yeah. I weren't mistaken. Yeah. Oh so yeah yeah. Well, I thought they were back. just saying no wait because. Don't kill me. They literally <laughs> saw their friends. Yeah, yeah they literally yeah. saw their friends set on fire, get murdered with an axe in their sleep. You remember where John Cena just walked drive past by. that guy and was sleeping? Drive was like, by. Yeah. I was like, oh my I think, god. For me, because it was so foreshadowed in the sense that first when Rick got captured, they uh-huh. kind of they looked like rebel forces because they established they are, at the very though. start. Nah. Um, the bad guys are military forces, so you see them in military mm-hmm. uniform. So when you see these guys, oh, yeah, they yeah. look rough and rugged. They're, they're like, like, oh, yeah, they're easily, like guerrilla like warfare. Yeah. 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 yeah, and yeah. they also established that the bad guys just straight up shoot you. So when these guys mm-hmm. just kind of, and then it cuts out, you're like, oh, easy rebel forces. And then when they're like, uh, especially when Amanda Waller says, uh, uh, 
eliminate them with extreme prejudice. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. these are the good guys. These are good guys, and they're just gonna fuck them up. And we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna the next scene. I called it. But I was like, the next the, the, when they do find Rick, he's just sitting up and they're t- he's being taken care of. Chilling. Didn't expect the tea. The tea was a good touch. But uh, Kawawa yung guy na kanay ni King Shark. <laughs> he's just there. He was like, no, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and his, 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 his ring just gets burped out by King Shark. Yeah. Oh, man. That was so cute when King Shark just popped his head out of the curtain. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, why, oh. why, did, why didn't my men tell me you were coming? What? <laughs> man, we didn't see. We didn't. We didn't see any. <laughs> oh, we good. didn't. There was no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How could they just highly... let that go? So I know it's just the writing thing, but man, you yeah. Just but it's like decimated. you would hear it. You would hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So last one, last thing that I want to bring up: Star of the Conqueror. Did not expect him to pop up in this movie. Uh, although, yeah, of course, like you see him in the trailers and everything. Which it's is just, an odd choice. It was a very interesting. It is a. It is a very I mean, fascinating I mean, no, choice. I mean, to, to show him. For first in the off, trailers? To, to, to choose him, but mm-hmm. to show him in the trailers. Because the fact that they showed him in the trailers, maybe I, it's something. I understand think, where oh, they were coming from. He's not the main because bad. They, yeah, they, that's true. But I understand, especially given the context of their budget, uh-huh. you can't just spend that much and then not show it in the trailers as a selling point at least. You know, But is it a selling point, though? Like, to the general it, public? Maybe, I mean, maybe the, the line that comes right after movie. showing it. Oh, the line that comes right after showing it is, well, they got a freaking kaiju up in this. So, like, that's true. Obviously, oh, yeah. it's going to be like, yo, let's watch Suicide Squad. They got a kaiju. I, yeah, yeah I, you know what I mean? now that you mentioned, I feel like there's the selling point of that would just be, at the very least, to watch it to see the ridiculousness of a giant starfish, even if yeah, you didn't uh, know who Starro was. Yeah, exactly. And. To the comic book fans, obviously, they're, they're going to want to see Starro because Starro is the very first, like, he's the reason why the Justice League came together. Yeah. Now, seeing Starro on screen, though, I thought it was just going to be plain ridiculousness mm-hmm. where how would a starfish fight Idris Elba and Harley Quinn and everything? His However, ar- his armpit move was, it gave me his, The shivers, armpit dude. move, I know. I, do, I, don't so like it. I don't like it. It's the equivalent just, of trypophobia for me. Like, I don't have trypophobia, yeah. but that that was. I did not like seeing those star, the mini just, starfish come out of his pit. What I love, though, was the complete 180 that he wasn't the main villain. I think you could argue that the thinker was the main Yeah, he's villain. more of a victim. Whereas, yeah. yeah. Not, I would like, argue that the American government was the... Yeah. Exactly. Well, well it's more yeah, of yeah, humanity no, because even... it was a joint effort of the American yeah. government. And uh, wait, see, who, was, who else was involved? Uh, no, because the thinker was just kind of... He was a thinker, like that's what he was good at, and he would just order to do. Mean, Granted, like, he, he didn't would, have he to do it. He was the one torturing the guy for that's thirty true. years, crying out yeah. loud. Yeah. And then, when the moment that they go in, and then there's just like eerie lighting and music, and then Starro just reaches out and he's like, "Have you come to rescue us from the bad dude, man?" Straight up eldritch horror, and I he's love like, it. What yeah, that was the so, hell? It was so eldritch, and I loved it. And then you can see like a guy cut in half being experimented on, and then what? That was what nuts. It looks like when you. When you, remove when you remove it, one of the face hugs. Also, Half Life, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that's crazy. So, and I think and how nonchalant Peter Capaldi was when so he was like, like, yeah, yeah, I, I did some things, you know, and for over I the course of thirty years. On on a on on, a, on another side note, this does it does give me a little bit of hope that maybe we we might see 
potentially see more Eldritch horror down in, in the future. Because this this is a very good case of some kind of cosmic... It, it is cosmic horror, Cristaro, isn't it? It is cosmic horror, yeah. And how it was portrayed, especially when the the first um, facehugger guy said, are you going to rescue us from the bad man? Yeah, that, exactly. I was like, whoa! Oh. Yeah. That was and when you would see them oh. in the cages and then the starfish eye was just moving, mm-hmm. and then the pan oh, shot to the guy and uh, basically was a mananangal because he was cut mm-hmm. in half. I was like, wow. That but is still alive. It's like, like body horror, Eldritch horror. It was, just, it was. It's like Dead Space. It was basically like Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Seeing very, seeing, very simple to take it. in though. Like just the very disgusting concept. But yeah. like Peter Capaldi's, uh, the thinker's description of it was, you know how they weren't spawn of Starro, but extensions of himself. Yeah. A, for that was his way of conquering. That's why he calls him Starro the Conqueror because mm-hmm. he creates extensions of himself in order to um, spread himself, spread his yeah. consciousness across like smaller, um, the, less The only reason he was teams? that big was because of all of the humans he's absorbed. The consciousness. The he's, yes. Three decades, yeah, because, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he was pretty small in the footage in space, like when those American yeah. astronauts discovered him. Which, which does make you question six feet. The little tiny, how how tiny little uh, armpit starfish was he was he creating back in the day before think, he was that no, big? No, they were the they were already that size because that's you can see it in the NASA footage. Oh, that's right. That, yeah, that, that's they were already facehugger sized when he conquered. Yeah, he Did was already not, like a general. Yeah. You know, pretty big, and like, then he like a decent size. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah. And he created face hugger sized. Just the way that he died, like the the imagery that they used, where Harley Quinn dives into his eye, the yeah. rats just eating at his tendrils and everything. That was Yo, the, <laughs> that was the, that that smooth entrance of Harley Quinn into his eye. Just it, mm-hmm. there's no sound. It just goes, and you're like, oh yeah. Oh, I, I don't like, know how oh, I feel about that. Okay. Yeah, oh. I don't know if that is sad. That is both a mix of satisfying and grotesque. Yeah, because the whole thing just starts pooling with blood, but the yeah. music and and the imagery of it is just so graceful. It was. but at the same time, it's, powerful, it's a bunch yeah. of rats. Yeah, it's a bunch of rats eating a starfish from within. <laughs> I I will say that they, I I wish that they utilized the thinker Anyone a little bit cook? more because they. I mean, they basically. <laughs> They just based all they told you was uh, he has this he has shit sticking out of his head. He's really smart, mm-hmm. but you don't really see him doing his thing. Except mm-hmm. for then again, he, he his name is a thinker, and I guess you do see him think if, <laughs> if that's what well, their excuse is. But you know what I mean? I mean like he, without I mean, the like, thinker, without the thinker, I don't think they would have understood what exactly Starro was. Like true. an extra dimensional, uh, an extraterrestrial threat. I feel like, like they didn't. Like they could have, you could have taken the thinker out and just replaced mm-hmm. him with another evil scientist, and it would have scientist, still worked. Yeah. It would have still mm-hmm. worked, which I feel like mm-hmm. I have, I get why they wanted to put another like the, like the thinker there, another character. But if they they in that sense, they probably should have given him more the thinker kind of things to do because mm-hmm. they basically probably just like a more menacing backup plan. Yeah, because like mm-hmm. <laughs> he he was just basically evil scientist and then gets ripped apart by Starro, which. That was satisfying. I was like, "Yes, kill that motherfucker." Well, no, actually, it wasn't as satisfying for me. I think that I think that if Starro really wanted to get revenge on him, he should have given him a more. Yeah, what do you think would have of given his him a more cool his head, fate. Though? Like the design. It of looks his like head. like um, a spiky mega mega mind. Yeah, no, I mean, I, like in the yeah. comics, it's roughly like that. Maybe just not as colorful, mm-hmm. but he kind of looked like the guy from Sky High, in terms of how they designed. You're his. right. 
See, I know what like, the fuck is Not the metal yeah, conductors. Yeah, Pokemon. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I kind of like the idea that in a flashback, there were less. Like, <laughs> yeah, there were less. Yeah, in his head. He just, he just yeah, so, like, <laughs> added over more. Time, he just, over time, he just adds them. Next, the 5G. It's compatible 5G. It's a hybridization of Wi Fi. Oh, it's a backlink because there's no 5G. Dun, eh. so, <laughs> it's, like, and, okay. it's like consistency. What, what do you think about the fact your last line that Starro says? Because, of course, like, it's like I he, was happy. He is Starro the Conqueror, but also they try to paint him as an innocent victim, saying that yeah. he was. Just I guess in this portrayal the of the movie, yeah, no, yeah. So yeah, it's like it does tug on the heartstrings, but also it's very against character because mm-hmm. he's Starro the Conqueror. Like he literally conquers. Yeah. He's supposed to be kind of a bad guy. I think his last line sort of gave the impression that he was just floating in space aimlessly and that he He's became Star of the Conqueror because the Thinker turned him into Star of the Conqueror because of his abilities. Mm. He wasn't floating in space with the goal in mind of landing on another planet. And oh, he was just Starro at that time. He was, yeah, he was just Starro well, at that the time. Was, because the Thinker himself said, I call him Starro the Conqueror. You know, that was him. That uh, was all because him. he had the ability to conquer. Uh, yeah. Okay. But it kind of, the only contradictory thing to that In is after, after he got released, Starro goes, this city is mine. Was he doing that out of spite? Or was he doing that because he likes conquering? I, uh, I, thought, doing... I thought it was out of spite because... I think it was just pissed. Was already... Yeah. Yeah, because when he when he died already, he even had that one quip when he said, you know, he was happy when he was floating in the stars. So yeah. would that just mean he's just an overall victim of a a grander scheme of yeah, exactly. human cruelty? So he was you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's, it's like Starro. let's say naglalakad ka lang sa kalsada diyan sa QC. That somebody that's kinidap ka. Kinidap ka. That's it's like and then they they tie you up these parang astronauts na ewan and they're like Taking selfies with you, right? and then they keep you in a lab and they torture <laughs> you so for true. years. You don't know where you are, right? Tapos you're like, and uh, you can do a magic trick that they can't, so they make you do it for three uh-oh. years. <laughs> tapos, tapos you're able to you're able to break out. Tapos paglabas mo, you're like in Alabang or something in the south where you're just like, what the fuck is this? You'd be pissed too and just kind of just go yeah, on a rampage, right? Yeah. So and I'd like, use my magic trick against them. Yeah, like, I'd be. <laughs> Like I totally get why he went on a rampage, and it kind of mm-hmm. makes me feel even worse, like uh, for him, because it's mm-hmm. not that he wanted to, to do this. He was just he was pissed, and I get it. Like he, mm-hmm. thirty years, but how, how, that's how long he yeah, was. Yeah, that was thirty he was, years. He was and it's in crazy ca- in captivity for thirty years. That that, mm-hmm. that that that, and I'm sure he didn't want to do that to all those people. At, at least I'm assuming mm-hmm. he, he didn't. It was just a well subject at that of, point again, like. Uh, he was already like probably 30 years yeah. pissed off already and yeah. i'm pretty sure starro sees himself as like a higher a higher organism a higher like a higher intelligence level being yeah so i don't think like the fact that he's his main ability and trait is to create extensions of himself to take over the consciousness of smaller beings mm. i don't think he sees them as individuals at that point oh that's true. it was only that's the thinker true. that was able to like you know conquer him you know, do yeah. a reverse 180 card on the Conqueror. Yeah, reverse Uno card. <laughs> that's why he was, yeah, that's why he was so pissed off at him. But yeah, I think... Reverse 180 card would just be a regular card. All <laughs> oh, right. 180 card then. We've been I'm talking for almost two card. hours, man. My, my brain cell's not... 
exactly working. But anyway, but even the way that he phrased it, he was like, "Are you? Have you come to save us from the bad man?" He's like this yeah. guy's just an innocent little kid. You yeah, know? he was like, just, just happy. Yeah, and like, I, I do. One-eyed starfish. <laughs> I get I get where he's coming from, and it it was also. I do like your conclusion in the sense that it is very real words, real world scenario. Now, you know, in other films, it would have been like, yeah, they would have released the 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 footage to the to the public. But he was like, yeah, no, but we need it for leverage and stuff. And mm-hmm. they actually didn't release it, even if Rick wanted released. But they they yeah, I mean, they're not superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Rick and it was Flag a very a realistic yeah. situation. Like that's, that's yeah, probably yeah. what would have happened. They probably they would have bombs in their skulls for crying out loud. Yeah, mm. I'm pretty sure if they got the bombs out, then then Bloodsport would do it. But then it, what? You know, his his daughter is still gonna have that bounty on her head of yeah. potentially going to jail for the rest of her life. And to, with, that, to, with, with that in mind, I do like the yeah. fact that they very much so made Amanda Waller even more dislikable in this film, like in a mm-hmm. in a good way. I mean, like she, she's a Dude, total dirt bag. Especially in scenes where she's shouting her lungs out, it looks like her eyes are mm-hmm. about to bulge out of her eyes. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because like on, and I notice that she only does that at times where she doesn't feel like she's in control. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Which is totally the character of Amanda Waller. Her exactly. Her famous line is, "No one messes with the wall." Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was so hoping that she was gonna say it. She. She said that in Assault on Arkham, that no one messes with the wall right before she presses the button that blows up people's heads. But yeah, um, I'm glad that they they did that whole thing where her staff knocked her out because they realized what that was the most satisfying head whack I've I know, ever dude. seen in a film. Because when know. she was screaming, I was like, somebody, because like I could imagine the staff. What are they? Are they just sitting there? Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody yeah, whack exactly. her. Exactly. And, and also, it, like, had they done the. She's so cold and heartless to not to blow their necks yeah. up just for wanting to help Carl Carl Maltese. Because mm-hmm. the, the line the line she was saying and was all like, "Oh, that's not our that's not our problem anymore." And the fact yeah. that it could actually be better for us because mm-hmm. turmoil for a potential enemy of the United States. Blah blah. blah. I was like, "Oh shit!" You might see this. Yeah, because they're not an ally situation. anymore to the U.S. government. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, this this she crazy. I mean, I so, get it. But like, damn. When she says, yeah, clean up your mess, right?" Is the issue? Yeah. So it just puts so much gravity to the to her motivation at the first part, where she says, "I'm," where Bloodsport says, "You're threatening my daughter," and she says, "I'm protecting this country." She really means, "I'm protecting this this country." country. <laughs> and which which I don't makes care sense now? Jibes this country. Jibes to vibes silani jibes empathic vibes silani peacemaker, They have the same. They have similar yeah. principles when it comes to yeah. Freedom, America. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you know the reason? Like the reason why Peacemaker is like that is because he's kind of deluded, because he found out his father was the head of a Nazi death encampment. It could be. It I know could that's be. Re- that's his that's his profile backstory, because yeah. there are two iterations of him, right? The second iteration is a different multiversal version of him mm-hmm. that finds out that's why that that's that was his trauma, and so he tries to overcorrect himself and what exactly. happens was yeah he he goes insane and he he ends up thinking that everyone he kills the souls of the people he kills ends up uh getting retained into his helmet and they start talking and giving him advice oh, so if that's if that's what's happening in H- it's a beacon of freedom yeah <laughs> it's, it's a not shiny a toilet. Toilet seat. <laughs> 
That's such yeah, interesting character development, though. Like, I'm pretty sure they're going to expound on that in the Peacemaker yeah. series. And he is kind of... Both Peacemaker and John Cena as Peacemaker is growing on me. <laughs> like, the more I think about him, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I liked him in the movie. I'm just trying to get past the whole John, the, the vibes that John Cena gives me right now, which totally not his fault. Like, and I, I totally get where he's coming from. It's just my subconscious fighting me against it. But, I mean, I wasn't excited. I, I'm going to say it. I wasn't excited when I saw that after credit scene and he was they're like, yeah, we got to go get him. I'm like, I don't about to give a shit about Like, give me a Rick Flag. I want to see a Rick Flag in there. Yeah. Like, why yeah. are we getting a Peacemaker show? Nobody asked for that. You were probably more <laughs> excited to see Weasel alive than yeah, Peacemaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was all like, Weasel! Weasel! Peacemaker? <laughs> weasel, Weasel, Weasel. Oh, man. I'm willing to give it a chance. The entire militia just left that body on shore. They probably didn't see him because he was just kind of there. Or they, they probably just thought it was a dead animal. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> true. And I mean, I do find it kind of cute, but... Uh, I, I, I don't know what the rest of the cast feels about John Cena just wearing the suit everywhere. Have you seen him? It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. He's always yeah. wearing the suit. <laughs> yeah. To all red carpets, to all interviews, everywhere he's just wearing the suit. <laughs> I think when he went on uh, on uh, Kimmel, they were like, do you, do you watch that thing? <laughs> he's just he's every Watchmen, appearance. Right? His character? Watchmen? Yeah. I'm, 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 looking, at a, I'm looking it up now. John Cena? Yeah, no, 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 not no, no. Peacemaker, yeah. Peacemaker, no, no, no. Let me no, look um, it up. What if you rewatch Watchmen? The comedian the... was based off of Peacemaker. The comedian was but based Peacemaker off of Peacemaker. But Peacemaker was not in Watchmen. Can you imagine if, no, you, no, no. if you rewatch it's just Watchmen the, the character and you see John Cena Watchmen. in the background? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. All this time. You no, just but, couldn't yeah, see um, him. The character from Watchmen, the comedian, was based off of Peacemaker. So, yeah, that kind of... Maybe except, except without a toilet seat. It got lost in translation, but yeah, I don't know which comic book version is more accurate or which movie version is more accurate to the comic books rather, but yeah, that yeah. happened. I mean, I uh, the the suit is pretty accurate to Peacemaker. The helmet is pretty solid, so mm-hmm. I digs it. I digs oh, it, it says here he appears in Doomsday Clock, partaking in the battle of Mars against oh. Oh, Doc Man. Okay, so he's in that fight with Doc Man, pala. So is he just like an extra? I remember seeing screens of this. Peacemaker is in Watchmen. Yeah. Are you serious? Look, okay, I'm looking it up now, and it says he appears in yeah in the sequel in Doomsday Clock. Huh. Interesting. That I never knew. Well, I, good luck to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> good luck with your smaller right. bullets. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with your compressed explosive bullets against his finger. But, but his bullets are bigger. Eh? His blinking eyes. Oh dear. <laughs> Overall, though, I, yeah, this this movie was great. The ending was fantastic. Where. <laughs> Yeah, and the where the rat just hops on Aegis Elba's thigh. Oh, he's like, yeah, and he's yeah. <laughs> you can see the, the tense petting, and I'm just like, I'm, yeah. yeah, all right. And then the soundtrack in the back is like the lyrics are all I all I wanted was to be loved by you, and I was like, oh, Sebastian Aww. just wanted, you know, he offered him a leaf to show that he didn't mean any harm. All I wanted was to be loved by. And but I'm kind of seeing that last shot in the helicarrier because you know how it starts off they're all okay we're gonna do this mission mission mob yeah. briefing and then you don't mm. see that sequence until the end of the film where okay tapos na lahat, we're going home yeah. yeah 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 
it was I so think, wholesome too seeing well, Ratcatcher just fall asleep on the Nawe. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, I think what's amazing about or what makes this movie so good is that even if there are, there are a, a crew of of like a, a big relatively big crew of very different characters, they did a good job at expounding and giving depth to each of these characters to make mm-hmm. us all care about them. Even Milton. <laughs> Milton. I, I, yeah. That was so funny, by the way. Right? That it's scene like, where he dies. They Milton! No, what was with us? What Milton? made me burst out was laughing was, was when Harley saw Milton's dead body. Just, oh, that guy. Mil- that Milton. guy. <laughs> Actually, Milton. watching it the first time. Did you notice when they, that, when they did that money heist scene when they were locking the, the metal doors for the, for the building for Jotunheim? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I noticed yeah. Milton was running in the background. Same, I was like, same, I was like what, what is he? He's running like, with even in the, the, the badass shot with the ring. slow-mo shot. I was like, wow, yeah, he's yeah. going to die. He's shot gun. He's like, the dude. Yeah, I was like, he's not going to make it out of this. <laughs> he's wearing slippers. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, um, when when Starro dies, and then it was uh, Harley and see Bloodshot. Oh, and he uh, I can be your friend, Blood Milton. sport. My name is uh, not you Milton. You said Bloodshot. Oh, the, oh that's, that's, uh, that's Vin Diesel family. Uh, <laughs> I can be a yeah, friend, when, Milton. When I can be a not friend. Not my name. My name. Not not my name. <laughs> no, we had, just had, we like had a no whole mom. conversation. We had like just a thirty-minute no conversation about how your name is Milton. <laughs> yeah, this nom nom, that nom nom. And you know, at least it's nice that they had to. They focused a lot on these character moments, which yeah. works a lot with James Gunn's style because he does yes. like to prolong certain scenes. There are certain shots that he just likes to linger onto. Yeah. And he seems and to do really good with moments. with um, you know. ensembles because he guards the galaxy mm-hmm. this time the suicide squad. Oh, that's squad, true. So. That's true. They should just they should just give him the Justice League and then see what he does with it. To be perfectly honest, it's a bucket list. Well, I'd love yeah, to see a James I mean, Gunn uh, Justice League. Actually, I mean Zack Snyder the Snyder cut was I, pretty good. In terms of James Gunn as a director, though, I feel like he can really do well with these one shot movies that have potential for expansions. But yeah. let's say for Titles let's that I could compare to that you know for example Endgame or Infinity War they're they're on mm-hmm. a different level of preparation or like, not really preparation but style that I think is and very different too. Mm-hmm. yeah because James Gunn is very yeah, akin yeah. Edgar That's Wright very, yeah. in terms of like style or flair mm-hmm. or yeah, I totally agree with you like yeah. maybe if maybe if you gave James Gunn his own little pocket dimension for Justice League like an Elseworlds Justice League yeah 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 but. But not like the main canon continuity of Justice League. Well, I mean, you know, like okay. Pavel and, it's not you know. to say Unless, that yeah. he wouldn't do a he can't better do it, job right? than what we yeah. already have. Because again, a very low bar for, for what we already have. So. <laughs> You're so mean. We like, like I, it. No, no, we no. Like this, it. This, the, the, the Snyder Cut, like, I, 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 I dig it, but I'd want to see, I, I'd, I'd like to see another guy try. Cause, oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Because I 100% meant. know. That at the very least, at the very least, I will like it as much. Like there is exactly. no chance that he's gonna make one that I don't like. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. Like th- that's what's troublesome about these these grand cinematic team up movies is that when you do a movie like that, people are gonna expect ten more movies with that mm-hmm. same direction and that same continuity. But you know, you can't you know, just make a Justice League. 
but different. That's what people want, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's so difficult. It's when it comes out, they're like, it's just the same thing. And it's like, that's what you want. Like, that's like, oh, <laughs> right. Exactly, you know, and that's what sucks. But like, you want yeah, a Guardians of the just... Galaxy two? This is just Guardians of the Galaxy, but two. <laughs> that's what you want. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you can't just give James Gunn Justice League and not expect Justice League to be James Gunn for the rest of the ten years. You know, that's true. <laughs> Until but another reboot happens, it, it does set a precedent for for whoever's handling the, the DC cinematic universe right now. It shows them what works. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it does, because I, I, 100%, we all know the reason why the DCEU just isn't, or the DC, that's what it's called, right? No, the DC cinematic DCCU. DC cinematic yeah, they universe. They just call it DCEU. Dikuku. Uh, the mm-hmm. nails, Dikuku. Anyways. <laughs> uh, it's pretty obvious that the reason why it hasn't worked out is because they've been trying so hard to just keep up with Marvel that they're not like that, there was a, even an interview of Henry Cavill when somebody asked him, like, if somebody t- let you handle the DC Cinematic Universe, how would you go about it? And he said, oh, I'd, I'd basically do separate movies introducing each character and giving them their own moments, so that the, allowing the audience to kind of build a rapport with them and then culminate. Basically, he was describing the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that's what the, the, the main problem or the main mistake that, the, that DC did, which is, Let's just put them all in one movie and just hope it works. And it just mm-hmm. it didn't. And I think uh, the, this new Suicide Squad 2 film does give them at least a glimpse of where they can take it. And Because and, I think before this film, they just didn't know where to go with it. They don't want it. They don't know if they could, how dark they should go, how much humor they should go. Should they copy the amount of humor that, that Marvel has? But at least now they have an idea of somewhat of a right mix that the fans will enjoy so hopefully most dc movies moving forward except for aquaman 2 i'm probably not going to see it because hey yeah. it was fun aquaman oh no i'm talking about because mara dude no. yeah oh yeah because no. fuck mara yeah. and yeah. Like, yeah she's a horrible no, not, not human mara. being uh, <laughs> not, not mara, yeah amber heard amber heard no no i don't know if we can say that it might it might get flagged hey i mean her Come name on, gets uh, videos that, with her no, that say her name flat. No way around that. YouTube. What she did was kind of just dirty. That's true. There's no subjective you know what? Yeah. Way. You know what? <laughs> uh, let it be known. Geek PD does not like you, Amber Heard. Get out of here. But anyways, let's not let's not talk about Akabantu or Amber Heard because that's a it's a whole other conversation. I'm sure everybody mm-hmm. knows what that is. Uh, at the end of the day, su- the Suicide Squad is a. Well, do we have a rating? Holds it pretty well. Yeah, we should have a rating system on Geekpedia. I give this five out of five. Five precincts pre- out of twelve. Out of five blown up heads out of five blown up heads. <laughs> Can we say that? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, ah, yeah, I will consider it uh, seven xenomorphs out of five rat catchers. Five star rows out of five star rows. <laughs> ah, yes. Five star rows out of yeah, five star rows. There we go. I, I, Sounds yeah. good. Good. A great film. Pretty good, Again, pretty good. not without its flaws, but at the end of the day, I think it's great. And mm-hmm. you, I don't think you don't even have to say to people not uh, set your expectations is because the movie does a great job at setting it for you from the mm-hmm. first act of the film, the first few scenes. It lets you know what kind of film it is. 
And it's very much so a comic book film in terms of the ridiculousness that it is. And once it puts it's you in that mindset, pretty much really, yeah. yeah, and you just you just have a great time. You're gonna have a great time with this film, no matter what. Yep. So it's, it does a very good job at staying consistent as well. I don't think there were any parts where the movie dipped in quality for me. Yeah. Um, it it uh, it does a good job at keeping you at the edge of your seat. You don't really know who's gonna die and who's not. Yeah. And there are parts where you're just like, oh, okay, so no one's gonna die at this point, and then somebody dies. So yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we highly recommend this film. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of whoa, 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 whoa. discussing. Is that our our Froyo? <gasps> our Is triple it? berry supreme? Yes, wait, right. Wait. wait, how many people are still alive? Can we check? Wait. Where oh, it's the just. Only... Where, where are the other four? And ending recording? The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>